0: I could, I is could, that why you got into fitness, by the yeah. way? Because the timeline matched up. <laughs> and I'm
1: like, huh, I'm feeling very motivated. A lot, a lot, lot of
0: music guy. from that era of Karate Kid, is, oh, we definitely played during, you know. I like just go like, yeah! <laughs> 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 Wax on! <laughs> no. Nah. But Cobra Kai was a bit ridiculous this season, man. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You know? Especially the part with... Uh, Terry Silver, that that guy is in pretty incredible shape for his age, man. Yeah,
1: I mean, when they first introduced him, they did the little like, "Oh, he's he's a good guy, he's not a bad guy." I was like, "Yeah, I like that." But yeah. they did fall into the whole villainous role. I was like, "Okay, this is cool. This is cool. I like his character." The villainous
0: part it was unlocked.
1: It was, no, no, Crease, 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 a little prison thing. Like, yeah, with with the is Sinatra. Is it yeah, it? with Sinatra. Oh god, that was so beautiful because I was like, there was a certain point in the season before that where I'm like just like get this guy out of here already <laughs> but that ending is like okay maybe i want to see more of them. <laughs>
0: dude they went they went insane with this last season man they just went bonkers especially with crease where he's like the kingpin in daredevil when he w- went to prison and stuff you know mm-hmm. like he really was like the, like it's my jello what
1: i thought they were gonna do was like you know how they're like oh you could do good for yourself in here and they, mm-hmm. i thought because he was looking at the prisoners and stuff he's like I'm gonna make these guys d- learn karate. Yeah, he was gonna be yeah. a karate teacher in prison, and I'm like, I could see that story. Like that would have been cool. Who else to tame prisoners than fucking Kreese? Yeah, you know? like that would have been perfect. I, I, I had
0: the be, same like, thought. <laughs> I had the same thought when when he got like killed at the you know killed, killed. at the beginning of that episode. I was <laughs> like, what the hell? What has this become, dude? Uh-huh. You know, but um. Uh, especially with how they bring a lot of these characters back like this is i think fan service done really well in oh, that yeah. like the guys writing this show are like who do we want to see mm-hmm. of the villains like pair up with fight off against and you see like when johnny meets with chosen, <laughs> chosen. Oh, they bring bro. back mike barnes they uh, they all go after uh, <laughs> terry silver it's like what it, this is insane this is I literally got, I got your vengeance
1: reference yeah yeah ah yeah. like, oh, dude so this
0: is insane. This is like the the, the Avengers. It's like mm. playing with toys. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> or or like um, it's like seeing the Rocky villains yeah. meet up. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like uh, Drago versus Clubber Lang or something. You mm. know, it, it, which they can never do with Rocky because they're just it's too late for them. But now sadly. with yeah, sadly. <laughs> but now with Cobra Kai, yeah. they just they might as well go to space or something. You know, they might as well have a portal. And Jaden Smith pops out with Jackie Chan and oh, everything.
1: Wow, dude, with the international <laughs> tournament? Who knows? Oh, oh, well,
0: you know, that's a great point, oh, man. Dude. If the Wow, I never even thought of that.
1: I honestly was expecting, not, not just because of your little... Uh, the cool Photoshop? Photoshop? But, like, a little end credit scene. He was me- meeting, like, international champions, right? I thought Jaden Smith was going to come out. I'm like, oh, that would have been sick.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be cool. I imagine, because I don't know if you know this, mm. but will smith was actually a uh, producer on cobra kai for a bit what? i don't know if he still no, is that. at this point uh-huh. but uh yeah he was a producer on the series and like i i think that would be pretty cool to see jackie chan like daniel yeah. R- larusso meet jackie chan's mr han character mm-hmm. you right? know from the karate kid even though he does kung fu in the movie,
1: I mean, hey, there's different uh, fighting styles. That's right? that's true. It would I be like cool. that they did that too. Like you know, um, the first few seasons, it was very much different styles respected, mm-hmm. and then they're combining the styles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, oh, dude, Robbie, Robbie himself. Oh when, yeah. When he was first introduced, I was like, I okay, hated him for. Dude, I was like, I like this guy. Not gonna lie, he was he was already <laughs> like. I can see that they were going to try to put him in that rebellious bad boy thing, but he was still thinking. Like Throughout all his decisions, he was like, yeah, I'm not listening to you because I'm just blindly listening to yeah. you. I want to get something out of you. Like He was being smart about it. And then, like, what is it, the third season, then they kind of put him into that bad yeah, boy role. Yeah. So I was like, no, don't do this
0: to him. He
1: had good character. But then redeemed himself.
0: He's one of my favorite characters now in, in season five. Season, ever since season one, bro. I was like rooting for him. <laughs> You're diehard. Watching his development, yeah. I was like, oh he's like a knight you know what i mean like he's rising up to that to that role of being completely noble and mm-hmm. everything and uh yeah i thought it was cool I, it was funny when uh, they went to mexico <laughs> yeah. dude if
1: my experience in mexico is ever like that oh my, i'm gonna need you in my corner dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I was like this shit's turning into narcos for a second you know <laughs> with the dad too yeah, yeah with the dad dude, like where's this gonna go <laughs> scarface and stuff
1: Charlie, It
0: no, this is uh from Cafe de Leche over in Highland Park. Oh. Actually, what's cool about this uh, this coffee, mm-hmm. this iced coffee that I got, I got it for free from a guy who didn't want it, you know. And what? it was in, yeah. I went to this coffee place today yeah. to read a uh, Dragon Ball volume, yeah, nice. volumes nice. one through three, I guess, mm-hmm. the original Dragon Ball series. And I was just sitting there minding my own business with a drink I already had, mm-hmm. and then the guy gave me this. I was like, "Oh, right on!" Hey, free coffee. Free coffee with my manga. (laughs) Yes, with my manga. Mm -hmm. For those who have been listening, you got you completely under you. I was recording the whole time, (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) Well, this is good. I told you to do this. I know. Yeah. (laughs) See, little, little, very sneaky, sis, on my end. Uh. Welcome, everybody, to Chapter 9 of Ignore This Podcast. I am joined here by a a very special guest, a new person, as it were, uh, because each week so far has been different people, you know, and I've been having a blast having different people on the other end of the mic with me talking about whatever we want to talk about. I like the idea of getting people on and learning something new about them, like how I learned about... uh, uh, Jacob, our mutual friend, Jacob getting a skateboard from a homeless kid.
1: Oh yeah. That was sick. Dude. <laughs> I wish, I wish that were me. I mean, as a grown adult with two skateboards in my trunk, I see people skating and I'm like, ah, I kind of just want to, I know how expensive this is. I yeah. just want to throw them a bone, you know? Yeah. But then yeah, scraping for a skateboard is also, a, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I <a> know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's a journey of in of itself, right? You know, getting the money together, getting the finances, you and I have gone skating uh, mm-hmm. recently here. Why don't you come a little closer to, Mike Andrew. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We wanna hear it. We wanna yes. hear it.
1: Um dude, funny enough, you know, there's a skateboard at my job. It's been there since I started. It's oh not my. it's not like a complete skateboard, but it's just the board and the grip tape. Yeah. But it's been sitting there and I like I wanna ask one of our managers like, is that anybody's? Because nobody's taking it. Yeah. And I kinda wanna
0: take it. <laughs> it's just the wood and the grip tape, like well, get, you, you work where? At, a, at the Goodwill, right? Yeah. But so, but like one of the big... Uh, I was about to say factories. It's not factories. It's warehouse. Warehouse. Yeah, yeah, warehouse. So you get um, to see a lot of crazy cool stuff oh, yeah, daily. uh You know? Yeah. So the skateboard's one of those things.
1: I mean, the skateboard is honestly just on the side, but that's um, my interest. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, nah, we see some cool stuff. We see like guitars donated by really famous people. We mm-hmm. see paintings. Uh... I wrapped up something pretty interesting the other day. Uh, it was like some some typewriter that... It was like an electronical typewriter.
0: An electronic typewriter. Sorry, electric typewriter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy.
1: But um, th- it was like the way that it printed out paper. You know how it usually pops out from the top? Yeah. It's printing from the side. And it wasn't just regular paper; it was like some weird old parchment paper. Really, I'm like, this is weird. This is both vintage and new.
0: I'm seeing like a weird <laughs> amalgamation of this. Uh, you know, that's funny. It's like that reminds me for some reason of like when they do Batman, like when, like for example, that show Gotham that came out. They're trying to merge like classic. Uh, New York looks with like modern technology and everything. Mm. Like Gotham has zeppelins, <laughs> but it also has like tablets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what this typewriter reminds me of. What
1: season is Gotham on by any chance? I, it,
0: Gotham's over. Oh, Gotham's over. Yeah, they they ended that a couple years they did, ago. They did a off, though. No? I don't. No, they did a they did a Pennyworth show. Is that what you mean? I like about it. Alfred? Yeah, I think so. They yeah. did it they did it and they recently got some shit over it because they retitled it <laughs> Pennyworth: The Origin of Batman's Butler is what they're calling I... it. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't we know. know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, what honest, of pennyworth is <laughs> what i've never heard of pennyworth uh-huh. until it was alfred uh-huh. pennyworth you know i've exactly. never heard like that word name. <laughs> yeah who is that <laughs> they they made a joke about uh alfred uh-huh. in the teen titans go film that they did where it was like the teen titans wanted their own film uh-huh. but they were overlooked by uh alfred alfred got his own movie <laughs> and it was just called Alfred, yeah. <laughs> the literally the that's, origin that's the of Batman. That would be real, yeah. Yeah. Like, before
1: giving Teen Titans Go a movie, I mean, I know they did. They would definitely give Alfred a movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> or a show. Yeah, Pennyworth, yeah. the show.
1: From what I heard, it was actually good, though. I, I don't the know. The show, yeah. A uh, Pennyworth. Mm-hmm. Before I've not... the name change, but <laughs> <laughs> I
0: never watched it. it. Was never really on my radar. You know, there's just so much Batman yeah. shit out there. You know, that's true. Yeah, you, I mean, you watch, you watch a lot of stuff. I mean, you were just telling me mm. you watched, you binged all of Cobra Kai. The entirety of it? The in, entirety.
1: The last, oh, what? When did you tell me about this? A Sunday? couple days ago. Sunday or Monday? I
0: think it might have been Monday. Uh,
1: what day is it today? It's Friday. There you go. I binged <laughs> five seasons in five days.
0: That's, I, I assume that's not the quickest binge of your life.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I've binged a lot of, like, anime and shows. This was, like, when I was in college, I had the time, you know, I wasn't worried about money and all this yeah.
0: stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was I was watching shows non-stop. I mean, I missed it, like, I mean, when you get lost in just working and going to school all the time, a part of the reason why I like watching movies and shows is because of the messages you get, the people that you see, the interactions that come with it, mm-hmm. and, like... I feel like when I was working all the time and then just trying to worry about other stuff, I got lost in it, you know? Yeah. So watching the show, you know how, like, it's re- real, realistic, but it's, you know, it's got the messages, it's got the optimism in it. And I miss that. The lessons like, and Yeah, everything. yeah, I miss yeah. that. Because, you know, part of watching all those shows, it gives me that, like, uh, there's more to life than just trying to get more, make make a living, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, little things. Yeah, a
0: great show, and I've been talking about it a lot recently. Uh-huh. Um that has those types of lessons that especially watching it recently for me, I've been trying to apply more often is the Avatar Last Airbender show. Oh which that's right, I heard you were it. <laughs> oh my god, and I finished it up and I'm reading currently um one of the uh Oh here it is. One Ooh. of the uh the graphic novels that's a sequel to the series. I mean this isn't we tolerate comics, but I just want to bring <laughs> it up because I, I really like it so yeah, far. Yeah, this is- Yeah,
1: I think we get a few of these at work, actually. Oh, right
0: on, dude. It's by Dark Horse and everything. Really cool. I want to read that and maybe some of the other ones, Mm -hmm. and then I'll move on to Legend of Korra. But this show worked so well because of a lot of lessons, Yeah, the spiritualism that it would get into, you know? Mm -hmm. And even something as silly and as ridiculous as Cobra Kai has those lessons throughout.
1: There is nothing that I liked seeing more than... Daniel's arrogance like straight up like this guy he's been the good guy right Mm -hmm. for the entire trilogy yeah and even though we knew his some of his flaws that like he was really aggressive he was quick to anger right yeah but essentially he was still the good guy yeah and then in this show you're getting all these perspectives because honestly that's what that's what life is man like so many of my problems can be summed up to miscommunication Mm -hmm. people just not talking shit out Mm -hmm. or just assuming things and like so in some cases when people are assuming that they're doing the right thing they're not taking into account another person's perspective of like why they might but why they might be doing something bad. You yeah. Know? And that's why I love this show, dude. The whole yeah. It. It, was, it was sick. That's <laughs>
0: definitely an element in the first season mm-hmm. because uh in that first season Danny or Daniel mm-hmm. and um, Johnny weren't friends like at all. Mm-hmm. And they're still holding those grudges. I'm pretty sure they lasted <laughs> for like four seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was on and off. I one of my favorite moments is uh is when Johnny tells Miguel about the Karate Kid from his perspective, <laughs> this and guy just doused <laughs> he just tells me out of nowhere. He just get out of nowhere. He just start creeping into my girl. <laughs> well, weren't you broken up at that point? Y- yeah, man, but it was really fresh still. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I don't know. I got to see both arguments because yeah, they they do have some merit to them. You know, mm-hmm. like they're good reasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I think. Definitely with a lot of the recent events mm-hmm. regarding, you know, people I know, people you might know, uh, you know, just uh, uh, drama right. in general. Uh-huh. It, that's a good thing to try to keep in mind, the perspective of it. You know, like what what's causing this drama on their end mm-hmm. versus my end? I mean, and, and how can we heal from it? right
1: away? Honestly, I think it started to help me kind of sympathize with more people. I mean, I've, I've always been a sympathetic person, but like. Again, I kind of got lost in my own stuff, and I forgot to to sympathize more with people. Right. And so, like, watching this show, I mean, it's yeah, not like it's it's changed my life, right? But um, <laughs> it just added some clarity that I needed, you know? I feel like my head's kind of been clouded these last few months. I mean, I know you you know that shit's right. been rough for me. So, like... Of course. Yeah, it's easy to to kind of just succumb to the depression and the, yeah the negativity of the life, bullshit right but then little shows like this little conversations like this yeah, it's not all bad man. They, they can they right. can
0: definitely help with just clearing everything up yeah. um I, I, and also just doing things like we exactly. we we've gone skating like i brought up yeah. uh I'm, you're kind of teaching me a little bit how to skate, go uh,
1: skate after I, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be knew. cool <laughs> for
0: maybe for like a. uh Mm, five seconds? <laughs> hear that little... T- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little Wilhelm scream in here. <laughs> um, you done that. Uh, we went... One of the coolest things that I think we did recently mm. was seeing the Lord of the Rings films in the theaters at this really great theater that you introduced me to, mm. which... Like, damn, I wish I'd known about it sooner. The, the Sinopolis over in Pico Rivera. Yes. You know? I'll call
1: it uh, Sinopolis. Is that. Well, how do you say it? No, it's called Sinopolis, but I don't know why. For some reason, the <laughs> advertisement, there's this guy there that pronounces it very weirdly uh, Sinopolis. Sinopolis? Like, like,
0: Nobody I know calls it Sinopolis.
1: <laughs> Sinopolis.
0: The cool thing about this theater is that they have lazy boys, essentially, mm-hmm. that you can sit in and knock out recline even, in, and even knock it out in. if you want to do that they have beer mm-hmm. they have food service white, claws. white my white claws <laughs> my my dude when when uh, johnny said give me one of those white claws uh, dude, it sounds I badass immediately. i was
1: like oh man he's gonna spit it and julius is gonna be like yeah. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> but
0: then he liked it but he still drank <laughs> it
1: and i was like yep that's, that's everybody's experience with white claws spit it out immediately but then you're like wait let me give it one more chance there's this drink. I don't know if I told you, but one of but some. I went out with my buddies. We went out to this view, right? Um, and they're like, "I want you oh.
0: come a little closer, Mike. If they're there's like, one rule I got, Andrew, I know, it's it, so it's, it's, it's get speak into the mic. Wait, can I? Or so you get the spanking. Here, here you go. There. Oh, is this is good. Yeah, that. There you go.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. There. These are sick mics, bro. Thank Why? you, <laughs>
0: thank you. Look at that blue Yeti's, my I thought friend. Thought you only had one. No, we got two. What? There you go. Oh, you uh, know what I think quick. the problem is? Here, hold on. Let me change the setting. There we go. Here, try it out. Is that better? Hello, check. 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 <laughs> yeah, you should be good. Just just project a little bit. Okay. You are uh, on the conference call setting. Oh, Jesus. That's going to well, be fun. to we then. talking to? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be fun to mix. Okay. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, that's Here, right. Here, I'm so- just going to clap once again to mix it. Gucci? Yep. All right. So, um,
1: when I had taken my friend out to this view, he was kind of going through it. So, we're like, um, oh, well, let's get some drinks, right? Uh, don't advise this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, So, he got this drink that was sitting there. He, it was recommended to him by his uh, ex, I think. But have you ever heard of these cardboard boxes of alcohol called beat boxes? Beat boxes? Beat boxes. Yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what is this? I've only seen one boxed drink before and it's that boxed water. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking of. That's a
1: little odd. Why? Just because it's in box? Just because it's in cardboard, <laughs> you know, it makes it look cool. Okay, so I'm like, all right, whatever. This guy's going through it. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that it's going to be a good drink. And oh my God, it's like drinking Kool-Aid without tasting the alcohol, dude. Really? It's so good. That sounds good. And it actually gets you really like... Liddy, if <laughs> I'm going to say it. Like, um, Drunk. Yeah, I forgot what how many percent it is, but it's, it's a good one. I recommend it. Oh, yeah. thank
0: you. Of course. I Yeah, the White Claws are definitely, I like the hard seltzer. Uh-huh. When when Johnny from Cobra Kai ordered the White Claw and thought it was badass, I thought of you guys, specifically Leslie, mm-hmm. for making fun of me, for enjoying the what? White Claw. Does
1: she like White Claw? No, no don't she, think she, she doesn't. She like like no, does No, no, no. Oh, yeah, man, I try to give it White Claw me. a chance, but it's just the seltzer in me. I mean, I just don't like bubbly stuff to begin with.
0: I'm a bubbly sort of guy, and the White Claws <laughs> are very good, especially when we went to the Sinapolis.
1: See, but at least you don't just drink White Claw. You're like, it's White Claw and White Claw only. No, you drink your IPAs, you yeah. drink your wine, you drink everything, man. i That's, drink it that's all. good, you're open.
0: The, the buzz balls, especially, uh, during the yeah, holiday okay. season are very fun (laughs) as long as i'm not driving
1: i honestly feel like the buzz balls to this generation are what our generation had the four locos (laughs) and not not the new four Locos, the old ones that they made back in that were like fucking poison in a cup (laughs) man i believe i knew people back in middle school that would drink that literally before class
0: during middle school,
1: middle school, yeah, Jesus. I don't know how they were getting it. I mean, it looked like Arizona, so maybe they really. I yeah, mean, that's why.
0: maybe took it from their their parents' stash. You oh, know, what parent is drinking four local? I man. don't know, man. I just know that, like, ever since going to Sebastian's home, mm-hmm. his home is stockpiled with kombucha because his dad works yeah, at that I was about it. Well, he's a bar bartender, yeah, he's a bartender yeah. but they it's like it's unreasonable how much <laughs> they have you know what i mean like it's insane like it's just it's they're it, ready they're yeah. ready for the apocalypse <laughs> they're gonna drink through it the rapture and you got to, you, got to. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's ridiculous but i mean i'm i'm not gonna put it past any parent to have so much mm-hmm. fucking alcohol at their home you know what i mean i
1: mean when you're a parent i'm pretty sure you're gonna have your own shelf you know? <laughs> just lock that thing up tight so they can't get it
0: well right now i'm looking for a shelf for my books my comic books because oh, as right. you can see i have so many i mean i had to move them on the bed usually they're in that chair oh. that you're sitting in you know what i mean right. i have to i'm thinking because there's a, a closet behind you a slide closet behind you andrew and i'm thinking oh thank you i'm I'm thinking of putting it in there yeah. so I can just open the slide door and then just pick up a comic in the bookshelf, uh-huh. put it back, oh, all clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that. you know sick. what I'm saying?
1: Oh, sick. I just noticed your Logan poster. Exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Got Logan poster right below the MF Doom mask and everything. Yeah, it's 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 fun in here sometimes. Your room looks like a prop, man. Like A like prop? If
1: somebody was filming an indie film about some up-and-coming teenager, like <laughs> I would picture this room
0: right here. I've done it. I've done it. You've done that? <laughs> I've done it. I've filmed a couple of things in here. Really? Yeah, I filmed this one uh, little short film for a class that I was doing, mm-hmm. Uh film class. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called The Siding of Elephant Hill. Because Elephant Hill is just right there, yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's it's a hill in you my still town. Yet to take me. I know, I know. Wait, last time I was there, and I'll tell you the story in a second. Mm-hmm. But last time I was there I was a bit shady. I was there oh, with Jacob. So okay. uh, what happened was uh, I filmed this uh, short film with uh, Angel, and we were we we filmed it about this guy who saw an, uh, an alien a ufo thing a sighting of, of it yeah <gasps> and uh, it's, he gets obsessed and he starts hunting it down hunting down the information and then it ends up at the hill mm-hmm. and we had this cool you know that justin was in it as an alien Sick, <laughs> it, was, it was a really confusing film but uh-huh. a lot of fun to do his girlfriend angel's girlfriend was in it uh, luciana was a big help and everything nice. yeah yeah a lot of fun but um yeah, Elephant Hill. I don't know. I, I haven't been up there in years
1: since that film, or just
0: since this incident that happened when I went up there ah, okay. with Jacob. Because uh-huh. what happened was—do tell. Well, <laughs> 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 what happened was Jacob and I. Jacob and I like to go on hikes. Okay, it's been a while since we've been on a hike, mm-hmm. but we there are a lot of hilly areas near us, as you know. Yeah, <laughs> and um, we go on hikes sometimes. Go on walks a lot, and we would go up. To this place called Elephant Hill, which mm-hmm. is near where I live, uh-huh. and we'd climb up it, and it's a really nice hike and a really just long pathway. It's called Elephant Hill because the lanes are like trunks, oh. you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. And you get a really cool. beautiful view of everything at the top. Beautiful yeah. view uh, that goes from, you know, uh, Los Angeles to Glendale to uh, way out to like on the way to Riverside and everything. Yeah. You know? Damn, no way. Yeah. yeah. That and sounds- on a really clear day you see uh long beach you know you you know the big um the you know where the uh, the the ships are the bridge bridge, and everything the thing those pyres up there you know you can see see on a very clear day on a very clear day if you you know squint your eyes and shit (laughs) you can see it so jacob and i go up there Mm. and we're chilling and we see ominously in the dirt we see a machete stabbed in the ground and there's a note that says something along the lines of go no further you on the machine <laughs> yeah what and the? we're just jacob as you can imagine uh-huh. jacob's like w- 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 what is that fool what is that fool <laughs> he's like what is this and i'm like i don't know man um, um but i take it out i pull it out I just chuck it away into the fields and I destroyed the letter because I'm like, you know what? This is kind of creepy. Uh-huh. I don't want to know anything. Let's forget this even happened. Uh-huh. We go to the very top of the hill where a lot of people to this very day, they drive their trucks up there mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, the nice view at night, uh, play music, you know, a lot of ranchera music and shit, like foo ass music, you know, smoke weed up there and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we go up there. It's completely empty, but there's trash everywhere. And there's a trash can up there just normally because a lot of people go up there. Yeah. But this one time that we went, there was another note that said, pick up your fucking trash or don't fucking come back. And we're like. Oh, this is a bit ominous. Two notes. It was him. It was that environmentalist there that was like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing all this
1: trash here. Let me set up this machete here so people stay the fuck away. Yeah, yeah.
0: The the one time the environmentalist became a slasher villain. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That that could be a good slasher for right? right. The new uh, the new slasher for this era. The environmentalist. <laughs> uh, what what happened was after that, uh, we see in the distance below in the below lanes uh-huh. this pickup truck slowly driving up what to our fuck, direction dude. and we're just we, we don't know that they're you know coming up here for any sort of re- like we don't know what they're doing right but we just feel like okay it's time to go mm-hmm. let's go <laughs> So we start walking away, we're keeping an eye out, it's one of those hills where it's so steep you can see below, you know, it's like layers upon layers upon layers of hill, you know, yeah. and you see the truck in the distance, and it's coming up slowly, a little dirt fucking flying behind it and everything. Going up the hill? Going up towards where we we were. And we leave, uh-huh. and then we see in the distance, as we're going down, we see a, up at the top, that truck gets there. Mm. There's a little circle, you know, just a little circle on top of the hill, uh-huh. weirdly enough. And then it starts coming back down, and we're just looking at it. And I think our imagination might have gotten away from us, so we just start running. <laughs> I'm like, Jacob, run! run! <laughs> at that point, your legs took over. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we are wa- running down the hill. Don't run down a hill because no, it's dangerous. No, I've made that mistake several oh, n- times. No, man, I'm, I'm, we're lucky that neither of us fell because it's steep. Yeah. It's steep, man. And the thing is, we chose the steeper oh, God. option. Well, you guys were avoiding lead. the truck. Off. Yeah, yeah, because they're not gonna rush down, you know, with their <laughs> truck. But we, there, it looks like they're following us. We're just like, Shit. oh, we're we're getting out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah, when yeah. we finally got to, uh, call us, which is more civilized. I mean, there are homes there at least so, like the suburban
1: streets. Yes. Yeah,
0: okay. Yes. We get down there. We're just like, okay, we're not going up there for a while again. And it's been, it's been years. Since it, you've been it's there? been years. It's been, maybe this happened in twenty, twenty eighteen. 2018. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, If I go up there again, I don't know when or how or why. <laughs> you I, would, know?
1: I would love to accompany you. Yeah. But if we were to go up there again and see a machete on the floor, <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you were bestowed powers as soon as you, you know, yanked that thing it out. out, dude. Like, yeah, I was half expecting you to say that <laughs> the first time. I'm like, you had the gall to pull out that machete. Lightning strike down upon you. Come on. like, come on.
0: <laughs> Well, I should have kept it the machete yeah because like if they come up like i have a weapon at least right you know yeah but i was just too panicked at that point i was just like oh it's a (laughs) curse
1: you see man like i love nature and i love going up specifically really high spots oh yeah just get a view of everything but something spooky always gotta happen (laughs) it's nature it's nature the unknown you know um not not something similar like that but like uh in kaba state you know where i took you last time Dude, that, that moment when I had gone after hours, um, like, I I know a couple people go up there at night and stuff, and I was up there alone just trying to think over some things, um, so I knew, like, risk is high, but I'm going to stay where the entrance was, you know, where that gate was, Yeah. Where we sat down on that log? Yes, yeah, was, really nice spot. Right, I was just chilling there, it was maybe about 11.30 at night, and I'm like, hey, if somebody does come up here, I can see them, the entrance is right there, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just, like, looking into nature. It's dark, so I don't really see, like, depth. Like, I don't see how far things are or where how high things are. You know, everything just looks like black and shadow. And, um, dude, just remember seeing this big blob come out of some, like, I guess, like, I'm just looking straight, right? And um, little by little, there's this blob coming towards me. And it's getting bigger and bigger and rounder. And I'm like, is that a bear? Like, nah, that's not a bear. This is... I'm like thinking, Where are we? Um Altadina. Yeah. I'm like, Are there bears there? Nah. But there are other animals there and oh, it yeah. was getting closer. And then very faintly I see like two little two little glowing things. Oh yeah. So almost like the reflection of eyes, yes. you know? So I'm like, Okay, it's time to go. Yeah. Did you find out what it was? No, I booked it, man. I, I didn't, didn't want to find <laughs> out what that was. If it was a bear, I probably wouldn't be here, so
0: Well the first time we went, we encountered a little rattlesnake. Oh, that's right. The <laughs> snake, bro. It was close. It was really oh. close, hidden in bushes. I mean you wouldn't be able to see it, it looked other like a than twig. The, Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a twig. What gave it away was the little rattle uh-huh. it does. Which saved probably saved your life. Cause you were in front of me mm-hmm. going, through, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and literally, you heard the little hiss. It's like a film. As soon as I heard that, I just scanned and I saw. Oh, it. And I was shit. Like, oh shit! <laughs> Pause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was wild, man.
1: I was uh, funny enough that that in little interaction, it was making me question Miles. I'm like, "Hey, Miles, Miles, in the event that I get bitten by a snake, is it true that you can like psych out the poison and stuff?" uh for the viewers miles is a nurse so miles, i like yeah. to test his knowledge he, he
0: was on this uh program oh also. yeah that's right yeah, yeah he taught, i forgot what episode but he was he was on here so you probably know him. probably um, know him by the voice of yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i think we we had been
1: drinking and talking to a lot of people though so i don't know if he gave me a direct answer <laughs> but uh
0: yeah what, what did he, so you asked him about rattlesnake
1: yeah i was like so in the, if we get bit like we supposed to like, you know, suck the poison out. Like I don't want I don't want my self to die. Or if it bit you, I don't want you to die. Yeah. If it were to come down to it, I would suck on your ankle to save your life, man. (laughs) But um I think what he had told me was like, well it depends on what kind of snake there was, you know. A lot of them 'em aren't as poisonous as you would think. Yeah. It would probably just hurt like a bitch. So I was like, Oh, okay. Ooh. Let's just avoid them all together. Just avoid all the snakes. All the, all the snakes already, <laughs> man. To be fair though, that was the first time I saw a snake up there. I saw deer, I saw rabbits. Uh-huh. Things that won't harm us. Yeah. That snake was the first one. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was and it was in that defensive position. So, you know, that makes you frightened because yeah. it's frightened. it, it coiled that. yeah it was yep. about a strike it cobra cord- kai. i know what, I know <laughs> what a striking <laughs> snake looks <like>. no mercy <laughs> <laughs> no mercy yeah i'm surprised you didn't do that crane kick <laughs> shit i should have done it up who have you been speaking of cobra kai and mm. and also we're near the halloween season yeah, i yeah. i think that um miles speaking of miles also mm-hmm. should be the karate kid for halloween dude like
1: the like daniel yeah. L- daniel Larusso. Dude.
0: Yeah. I could see
1: that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the white uh, headband and the gi and everything. Yeah. Yeah, you can pull it off. And,
0: uh, I mean, whenever I see Daniel in the show just dressed normally in his home or something. Like the button up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that that's miles, miles in his in 60s. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. Miles. You know, just the way he is, he's... Because po- Ralph Macchio mm-hmm. has aged really gracefully. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe he's in his 60s. At this point, really, yeah, yeah, he's in, he. I, I'm gonna fact check Wait, this. Hey, I know he he's in his him, 60s. Lawrence, yeah, they're oh, yeah, they're they're, they're Ellie, older. All
1: the, wow, yeah, no way, yeah. But I'm gonna look I up
0: his they were in their 40s, dude. He was in his early 20s when he did the original, right? Because I
1: mean, I know they had to be older. Because looking at the Karate Kid, they don't look like babies, they look, no. they look older, but not like you know, too old. And looking at them at the show, I would have never guessed 60. Here, oh I'm, my god,
0: he's 60 years old. Wow. And actually, William Zabka, the guy who plays, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Johnny, yeah. is 56 years old. Dang, so,
1: they look really good for their age. Yeah. I mean, all that karate. I mean, look at Crease. <laughs> that guy's like, what,
0: 90? And <laughs> I mean, he's still like, like it, I would not mess a with him. Man. shit brick house, man. man yeah. yeah.
1: Jesus. I mean, some people are honestly just built like that, dude. Yeah. Like, hey, props to you and your jeans, man. I could never, but yeah. some people got it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna be
0: for Halloween?
1: Uh this Halloween, you know.
0: Have you thought about it? Because yeah, who were you? Haven't
1: really thought about it. Too Last much. year,
0: you were trunks, right? From yes, Dragon Ball, yes.
1: a very, very out of the cereal box uh, homemade <laughs> trunks, but... Mexican trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what's the Mexican word for trunks? There's a word, but Don't I forgot guess. it.
0: <laughs> you were, you were a uh, Whittier trunks. Yeah, yeah,
1: pretty much. I didn't even have the purple; it was like a faded <laughs> blue or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I really wish I could have pulled that off like a lot more if I had the money and shit but I mean it was last minute too mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know um, but for this year uh, yeah I don't know not not too much not too much inspiration I guess like there's a lot of cool stuff out there but I either don't have the funds don't have the time yeah. or just like completely forgot about it yeah. it's, it's usually a couple days after Halloween where I'm like oh, that would have been perfect Yeah, yeah. you
0: know yeah. the thing is thinking about you dressing up uh-huh. as you did last year was a bit surprising because what? you're so laid back and everything. You oh. seem like the kind of guy that that even though you love horror and everything, right. you seem like the kind of guy who would let Halloween just kind of pass you. But you just chill with Halloween, you know, like you're very uh, tolerant of Halloween.
1: Yeah, I mean, I used to be like that was that was my shit, you know, because uh-huh. I mean, I was born around that time. Uh, my mom also has her birthday around October. And I just have a lot of memories with October. We just have these big Halloween parties mm. and my family and my friends and all this stuff. So like, a lot. Halloween was a pretty big deal to me. Um, just over the years, I mean, with, with uh, this big relationship that I had, I kind of took a step away from that and um, just became, I guess, a little bit more casual about things because uh, there was this costume. I forgot which one it was, but I remember I was stressed about it for like an entire month because I'm like, I want this to come out good. I want this to come out good. And I'm like, Okay, I don't want to stress about it this yeah. much, you know. If if it looks good, it looks good. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, it looked look cool enjoy last Halloween. year. I enjoyed Halloween. What, it, the trunks.
0: Yeah, there? I like the jacket. I like the style. I have a picture out, of it shout right out over to here. Leslie's
1: jacket, dude. That was Leslie's. Oh, was it? Jacket. Yeah. I mean, I also did like you give that it back? Too.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's too. That's too bad.
1: Are, yeah, <laughs> dude? Are you kidding me? I love those. Uh, what are they? members only? Members yeah. only jackets. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to collect them because ever since uh, Leslie told me that she finds them in the most random spots <laughs> but like in different colors you know because they're yeah. rare and they had them in all colors but now since they're all spread out it's harder to get each color mm-hmm. um i think i have brown and black right now oh no, no, no yeah yeah brown and black right now and she has the gray and the blue one but i really like that blue one yeah I'm like, oh, it's i could
0: see you in a one. in like a dark green one you know uh-huh. like a little <laughs> mesh of green and blue you know, mm. I could see that. That, that. that would look cool. If I ever
1: see a members only jacket out of nowhere, I do my best to just I'm copping it. I'm, I'm getting <laughs> that. Yeah. Well,
0: you remember when we went to that. uh This is almost a year ago at this point. Went to that antique store over yep. in Pasadena. Yeah. I was
1: actually just talking to Leslie about Oh, this. were you? We went to Cal State yesterday to get some documents. Little did I know everything's online now because uh-huh. of the pandemic. I yep. like, kind of wasted my trip yep. over there. But yeah. It was nice to talk to Leslie. Um she had this cool little backpack that she ordered on Amazon, and she had seen the uh, the brown one that I bought in that IT, IT yeah. shop. Yeah, we were just talking about that. I've been
0: wanting to go back. That cool it, stuff. It's, it is a cool place. That they got those Hawaiian shirts. You I know? really want to go back for those, man. Yeah.
1: That, uh, what was it? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. That really got me like, okay, the Hawaiian shirt's not that bad. Actually. Yeah. It looks pretty good.
0: I was talking to brian and sebastian yes or a couple days ago Uh because i recorded the chapter 10 that is going to come out next week with them okay um both on it Mm -hmm. and we were talking about halloween and who it could be and everything and i was i had a couple ideas of who i could be what is
1: your halloween ideas
0: well i was thinking the first one was a joke from brian that (laughs) i think could work you know uh, if i get like a fake beard even though i have some facial hair uh-huh. i would need extra
1: beard you need that fake in the pool yeah
0: room. i would need the the assistance it would be morbius Dude, yes, yes. I, I told you when I saw that movie. I'm like, you can pull it off.
1: That's the thing. Like, I know the, the movie's being memed on right now. but it. That's why. Oh, That's oh, why to do Audrey it. Again? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. He's still a handsome man. He and is. you look almost like him with the hair and like everything, now. the stature. You, you guys are pretty like similar. I'm oh like, my dude, God. you can pull off the Morbius. <laughs> You'll get memed on probably, but embrace it, man.
0: It'll, it'll either be Morbius or Weird Al. Mm,
1: I see, I see. Yeah,
0: because I love getting those shirts, you know, those yeah, Hawaiian yeah, tropical that, that's, shirts. That's just you and your casual outfit. That's outrage. just me. Uh, you know, and I'd have to get an accordion. I have an accordion around here somewhere, but probably get a... Hey, we're not know, both, one. man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Lynn was talking about this thing she wanted to do for Halloween, uh-huh. about her scaring house. Children? Scaring <laughs> children, which sounds great, but in her neighborhood, that seems like you could easily be killed doing that type of shit. I mean, I've done
1: it in worse, but I think a lot of kids are going to be out in alloin, so yeah. maybe the fools will be away, you
0: know? <laughs> No, they'll be right next to their kids. Like some of them will have kids on the leash and shit. You know, like at Disneyland, they got yeah. the kids and everything, but the the difference between the mom at Disneyland and the fool in El Monte is that the guy has a fuck a gun and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and here I am dressed like Weird weirdo. <gasps> hey everyone. <laughs> It'll scare him. Who's this white? Man? <laughs> who's this white man? If I do Weird Al, I'll have to get my hair curled and everything. Yeah, that you know? would be interesting. <laughs> I
1: see you with curly hair, man.
0: But Sebastian it's could like easily—he could easily pull off Weird Al with his uh, hair. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he just—but he's gonna be Borat, I think.
1: really like for sure
0: yeah that's what he said (laughs) he's doing the impressions that son of a bitch (laughs) god damn
1: it so what are the other costumes here well uh, those are those
0: are the two main ones okay um i mean i have my mf doom mask right there and a charlie brown shirt which could be cool but Um, you guys
1: didn't like talk about costumes for them or anything
0: oh yeah well he sebastian brought up um uh borat Right. (laughs) Brian said, "I don't remember what Brian said. I'd have to listen to it again. But we did say he should be a ghost. Just get that big sheet, that white cloak over him. A a little little point at the top, you know. know? (laughs) And then he could be. He could just be himself." You could just do him. Ham, hey, I'm Brian, I'm a ghost, <laughs> hey, everyone, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what I think I'll do is I think at Brian's show mm-hmm. on the fifteenth, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you know about. I do. Sadly. I the will show. I'll not be able to make it, but oh, yeah. you're not going to be there. October fifteenth, right? Oh, you're going to the horror nights Yeah, my That's cousins right. are taking me for the birthday. That's my right. Day's
1: right be- my birthday's right before it. Ah, so. uh, see, the, I would love to. Go you should you go to the though. rehearsal
0: then. When's that the, be? It's the day before. It's on your birthday.
1: Oh, well I still don't even know what I'm doing for my birthday. Okay. So.
0: Well then you know
1: what? Uh,
0: forget it then. No Andrew. no no, no. Forget I'll it. see if forget you know, like, it. give me Brian's address, I'll show up bright <laughs> and early. <laughs> I don't you know, I don't I don't know the whole logistics of it, but I think I might wear the MF Doom and Charlie Brown shirt oh, at the show. Yeah, That yeah, could yeah. be cool. The
1: MF Doom one especially. Dude, I really like this one. Yeah, it's metal.
0: Yeah, try it on, Andrew. Look at that. The little ruby at the top, at the brow. Yeah. Here, here, come to mic. Come yes. to Mike and tell, you're wearing the MF Doom mask. Yes. How, how does it feel?
1: Empowering. Not <laughs> to lie. Wait, didn't somebody
0: else wear this on the show? I did. Oh, you did? I you did. You should just have all your guests wear this. <laughs> try, to, try to live through it, <laughs> through the discussion. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. Yeah. Sebastian's gonna come over later today. I'm oh. gonna give him a guitar lesson, and then That's after what that was huh? yeah. yeah. I was gonna ask cause, yeah. Um,
1: I know that you had said that you were gonna be busy until like later. Yeah, until um, around eight. And then when you told me to come over at three, I was like, oh wait, so are you still gonna be busy? <laughs>
0: oh no, I I will be busy from around seven to eight because I'm gonna be busy man, doing dude. guitar. <laughs> I am. I'm too busy. I'm too fucking you busy. Take it easy on yourself. I know. Projects. Yeah. They I know.
1: All coming out really good, by the way. I saw that little um that little movie thing you did with Sebastian, Brian, and your other friend who it was it wasn't like a movie movie it was, i forgot what you call those types of things where you're filming them right and they have the audio going but they're not moving
0: oh um well i guess i guess it's a film the one about my friend Mackenzie, right so yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah where there's brian and <laughs> brian and sebastian <laughs> they were
1: so perfect at their roles dude like oh that's just God. them i know yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, that just, was a... it's a it's a little short film called dear mick mick about my friend, uh, it was a birthday present actually right. from my yeah, friend yeah, Mackenzie because yeah. she's, um, I think she lives in Georgia now. She's all over the place. She's going to Georgia near Yale and all this good stuff. Wow. And she's she's an actress who I've worked with on some project that I'm not ready to talk about yet. But um, under wraps, under wraps, still in production. Um, but yeah, she's a really good friend, and Brian and Sebastian are friends with her and everything. So cool. we for her, when she was leaving. For her birthday, yeah. um, we made this short film for her Aww. saying goodbye, essentially. Yeah. And it stars Sebastian and Brian. And uh, they argue. And they're really good at arguing. Yeah,
1: they really are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That
1: was honestly really nice, man. Like, I don't know if I've ever had such a heartfelt birthday gift. I mean, yeah, they, they're all personal, right? Of course, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, w- that was really nice. That was really out of the box, too. Like, yeah. I would not expect anything else from... Other than you, you know, like yeah. that's such a you birthday gift that, ah, oh, dude, I cherish that. Like, well, it's that, really nice. Thank you. Did
0: you? What? What did you? Um, have you ever done any acting, or have you ever been in a, a little short film, or oh anything God. like that? School I was play. Say no,
1: but you know Crystal, you know my cousin. Oh Crystal. yeah, <laughs> Crystal, n- please get rid of the footage whenever oh, you no. can. Oh no, we took this computer class. Um. In high school. And we were assigned a project, which was basically a music video. Yeah. And she was directing it. And, I mean, yeah, I, I, I very much try to, like, not care what people say. So I'm like, okay, I'm helping out with my cousin with a music video and stuff. But...
0: Wait, wait, before you continue, what kind of music was it? Was it hip-hop, no. rap, country... Uh, pop. It was Linkin Park. Oh shit! Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> so like, I I like Linkin Park, especially like back in the day. That was my shit. Um, but you know, now as an adult, when I see myself crying on the screen to Linkin Park, oh, I'm like, god. oh jeez. okay, maybe there's a little bit that I I want to take back. But hey, I acted my ass off in that little <laughs> clip. My friend had slapped me. Oh for, my for god! For some, for some. Uh,
0: So you could some realism?
1: No, no, no. I thought it was to cry. I was about to say that, but I'm like, wait, no. There is a scene where like I had gotten slapped. I think so. I told my friend like, yeah, you can slap me, whatever. It's okay. In my little head, I'm like a method method acting. Yes. (laughs) I'm like I've learned. I may not be an actor, but I know the way. (laughs) So go ahead, slap me. She slapped me. I was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Crystal has, I believe, she still has this footage. I think she showed Miles, but. That's one of my uh, credits <laughs>
0: <laughs> on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listed slapped Julius guy podcast extra in Crystal's music slapped person. <laughs> you know that it's funny you said Lincoln Park because you know there's a reemergence of Lincoln Park because okay. of a, a meme uh, that's Wait, been way? going on where it's a uh, it's like for example Thor Love and Thunder but made in 2007 <laughs> and it's the ending of the movie It's like like the transformers ending uh, i forgot the lyrics but na, oh,
1: na, transformers na, na. was was <laughs> something man a little yeah when that when those were you a fan when the movies came out and stuff um
0: Style i think LaBeouf? i think if i was a fan of any of them, it was probably the first one. The first one was good. The first one, lie, was, the first one was it was good. fun for for me. The second one is just oh my god, like that shit. That's it's, just it's i racist. Mean, <laughs> shit's racist. I mean, <laughs> dude, and, and
1: yeah, actually, looking back at it, it was pretty like yo, what you, get, you what? guys getting away with this?
0: <laughs> Mud flap I and that was
1: just edgy right at the time i was like oh this is this is michael bay huh he's edgy but then the movies honestly started becoming too michael bay
0: oh yeah yeah the the lens flare the the women and everything i mean even the women's so tan man from the the beginning they were like that with her with uh, megan fox over the you know that shot of her over the the car car and everything you know (laughs) bumblebee's getting a fucking lap dance essentially (laughs) You know what I mean <laughs> like what the what is that I thought this was a Goddamn Transformers movie at least they they
1: stuck to like Lincoln Park though like mm-hmm. with every movie they're like, nah this is our soundtrack. this yeah. is our guy <laughs> if,
0: if there's one moment that I like from the second film uh-huh. it's that uh forest fight with Optimus Prime and Megatron mm. and the death of Optimus Prime yeah you know yeah, the, that,
1: that actually went pretty good that was like. pretty hard the choreography to that yeah. Pretty cool. Sick. Pretty cool. Sweet I, I like that. Yeah, they're just
0: at at its purest form. That's where it's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they got, uh, what's her name? Megan Fox bouncing around and everything in slow motion. And they replaced her. With oh, my God. That's right. In I the, third the slow film. motion. There's oh, so yeah. There's much slow motion in there. You know, I don't know whose is more egregious in terms of slow motion. Michael Bay or uh, Zack Snyder. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man, because I feel like they're trying to do two different types of <laughs> slow motion. Slow motion <laughs> yeah. You know, because, I mean, the whole idea, right, is is the image speaks for itself, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Michael Bay is more like, in terms of his use of slow motion, it's more like, check. it's like a car commercial in terms yeah. of, look at how fucking hot this is. Whereas Zack Snyder's is usually, look at how, Look at how deep this is, Mm -hmm. you know? I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I don't know which annoys me (laughs) more.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, I think there's just a checklist on how to make a true Michael Bay film. (laughs) Again, lens flares. Yeah. Slow motion.
0: Yep. Linkin Park. (laughs) Linkin Park,
1: yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. (laughs)
0: Yeah, explosions. Did you say that? What? Explosions? explosions? No, that's oh. just
1: like the. the uh, uh, it's Michael Bay. There's going to be explosions. That's, yeah. not, that's not
0: even a question. It could be a biopic. As soon a as he the room,
1: you hear that little <laughs> boom sound
0: effect. It could be a biopic about Anne Frank. I mean, <laughs> and actually, there probably would be explosions there, but, you know. I Man, it, it's it's kind of crazy,
1: man. Amen. Uh, what is it? Uh, Pooh, Blood and Honey, directed oh by Michael Bay. Oh, my God. That
0: horror film coming out about Winnie the wait, Pooh. So
1: there's a trailer for it, right? Yes, I there's a trailer.
0: Oh, my I God, Andrew. It's. It, it, is it is so trashy <laughs> it is so cheap it's just it's it doesn't it looks ridiculous you know because the idea of this so for those who don't know winnie the pooh as we all know winnie the pooh he recently oh, became children's classic <laughs> he recently became part of the public domain where anyone can make a film or book or anything mm-hmm. regarding winnie the pooh and uh, uh, not counting the Disney version because that's a its own specific uh, version. Version of Winnie of Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and someone had the idea, which is cool. You, yeah. The idea is cool of making a horror film with it's, Winnie the Pooh. It could and, definitely be done right. Yes, it, with the Hundred Acre Woods. You know,
1: I mean, dude, I in middle school, not to be cringe, but like I did <laughs> see some like uh, what is it. Yeah, the, not, not i don't want to say fan fiction because then that gets like sexual uh, <laughs> just just fans writing twisted stories right or, yeah or like um uh, like when you look at the original... yeah yeah there yeah. you go that's the yeah. creepy right so I'm down with like twisting childhood stories to make them horror you know there's actually this uh cool i think you might have talked about it actually the one what? with uh old classic fairy tales but done in a horror twist
0: oh yeah i think um I w- the uh, the book i have is uh Tales of Mother Goose, Mother F Goose, I think, where it's a uh, like a thriller, crime drama taking oh, old fairy okay, tales. Okay. Is, is
1: that? Well, there is uh, um, there are some stories that I read online that were just like more focused on the horror aspect of it, or like, oh, you look at this childhood character and he looks so like, ah, oh, yeah, he's for kids, but like the origin of it is like dark or something. yeah, like it came from. Like, I, I, I'm down with that. But when I saw the poster for Blood and Nutty, I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's going to be no. one of those.
0: No, it looks like the quality of like the recent Nicolas Cage horror films <laughs> like that. That one where it's like a Five Nights and uh, Freddy, Freddy Five Nights. What's that I game called? I really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was dumb. But, you know, Nicolas Cage kicking
1: ass. By the if, I don't know. Have you seen it, by the way? I've seen clips of that movie. I haven't seen it. He doesn't say a single word. I've heard that that he doesn't say anything. He just carries it all just on his acting. (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) I think there's, like, a different list for movies. You know, you kind of watch, and the movies that you you put on, knowing that they're not going to be, like, too, you're not going to take it too seriously, right? Yeah. And I, for yeah. me that was one of those movies that I'm not taking it too ser- seriously, but
0: it was it was good for what yeah. it was. <laughs> a good version of that mm-hmm. of uh, of that kind of tone that I think this should have captured was that movie uh, that came out a couple of years ago um called Krampus. Did uh, you ever see that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I really dug that film because it, it took something as that that was kind of fairy tale like mm-hmm. and brought a very a, a heavy intimidation to mm-hmm. it, you know, and it was a horror film during Christmas, and it was cool. I wish this Winnie the Pooh film coming out was being approached in that manner, right. but it looks like a bee horror film, you know, like mm-hmm. like uh, like Have you seen Man Thing, or Thanks something. Killing. It no, looks like that. You've not seen Thanksgiving? No. Oh, my God. Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll, I'll do yourself the favor. Who, who are they watch. killing? The Native Americans? Is that who they're killing? No, they're killing just
1: random people, but it's a turkey doing the killing. And the <laughs> turkey is spewing out random bullshit the entire time, dude. Like, like imagine killing somebody, right? You're getting killed by a turkey, and the last thing you hear is, how do you like that stuffing? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Like
0: <laughs> The little jokes. You know, you're... that reminds me of that other horror film called uh, Rubber. Which is about the killer tire? Oh, <laughs> dude, I around. would
1: see that all the time on Netflix, but I'm like, I'm never gonna click on this movie.
0: You saw it? N- uh, no, no, but it was a big, big, big talking actually, point for like, a while. Do you know what it's about, though? It's about it. Isn't it about a killer tire? But do you know how he kills? He'd. Well, no, I don't. Does he like I, bump I read around? read the synopsis. Oh, okay. I
1: would imagine, right? Oh, he's just running over people. It's a psychic tire that blows people's heads up. (laughs) What? Or at least that's what I remember from the synopsis. But that's why I didn't click on the movie (laughs) because I'm like, damn it! Some of these filmmakers are very creative, but I don't know if that's
0: a good thing. That's to save money. That's literally to save money. What if we had a killer, but it was a tire? It was a tire, (laughs) but it didn't run over people. That sounds great. That sounds great. (laughs) Start rolling. Start rolling. Give me the money. Cut the ch- uh, it's t- certainly not a tax write-off <laughs> at all. <laughs>
1: God damn it! I'm just fucking horror movies in general. Like I-,
0: I love them, man.
1: Even even these bad bad ones. I guess the bad ones. It's just they've they all got their charm to it,
0: man. Yeah. yeah. There, there's this one called um, Zombievers. Heard? Have you of heard of it. it? I have. It's but only for one scene. It's not that great because it's like a mainstream film trying to be that underground. Uh, B film, you know what I mean? Wait, it's mainstream. I mean, I, I would have mm, thought
1: it was the other way around. Well, That's
0: why. I guess mainstream is a wrong word. It's a movie with a budget. Okay, where they're trying to be a movie without a budget. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it's a little obnoxious because the movies that work, the movies that you're talking about, mm. the ones that work really well, are working because they have a no money mm-hmm. and B they're taking themselves way too seriously, <laughs> which is why it's funny, you know. Whereas yeah. this is a, uh, a horror comedy. But it's just, I, I don't know. I...
1: I mean, I'm not too familiar with this movie's budget, but one of the prime examples that I think of when I think of, like, it's it's kind of small scale. They didn't go way too big with it. They kind of, in my opinion, they kept it relatively small. And it's a classic little horror movie, especially because, like, plot uh, character-wise, they don't, dwe- they don't dwell too much into it. I think the movie's only, like, an hour or something long comes from outer space. Like, oh yeah, I don't know the budget for that, <laughs> yeah. but to me that looks like an example of what a B movie could be. Like mm-hmm. small scale, but done so well in acting yeah. and just taking themselves seriously, but not too seriously. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. They, and it's become one of the most popular it's cult my classics. Fucking horror movie, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the fact, horror nights. No, yeah, no, dude, I can't wait. I mean, it's part of Horror Nights now. It's mm-hmm. considered a horror film, not a horror. Comedy, Uh, or 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 horror spoof, or anything—it's—it's something that surpassed that line Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, it's—it's not the best; it doesn't have the biggest budget, but hey, it's—it's a part of horror iconography, you know. And clowns are already pretty fucking ridiculous and it can be scary have,
1: have you always been into like horror movies or something because i mean i was watching the reason why i think i enjoy them so much is my mom put them on like, mm-hmm. since i was four my first fear was hmm. chucky yeah it's
0: the same that's really probably, yeah yeah no
1: way. yeah bonding over trauma hell yeah i mean my name's andrew so like everybody <laughs> in my family called me andy yeah. so dude i remember when i was little my older brothers right the cool kids yeah they would be upstairs and for, the, for how they would make sure that I wouldn't go bug them, you know, because I'm a little kid. I want to go hang out with the cool kids, right? Since we had a staircase that went up and then right, when I went up and turned the right, do you know what they put on what? top of the stairs? The the what? cassette for Child's Play? Oh, with the man. little fucking Chucky doll yeah. just staring at me. So I'm a little kid just looking up, and I just, like, <laughs> scared as I,
0: I go running back downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was it for me as well. Trauma- tra- tra- traumatic. I can say that was like
1: my first first fear, though. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, well, okay, so why, why was it scary for you? Uh, you know, Like, well, did you watch it or did you just know about I it? I
0: watched clips of it and, you know, especially as the sequels went on, it became, became more, more insane. Yeah. yeah, And there were more dolls added to it. I think the problem is... Uh, the problem for Lil' Kid and the reason Lil' Kid would be scared is because, A... It's an ugly-as-fuck doll. I mean, already. And yeah. then to add scarring on it and everything. And uh-huh. He's aggressive. You know, I didn't catch the jokes. I just saw a fucking angry-ass little man yeah. doll thing. <laughs> oh, God. In the third killing movie, people. When the
1: effects get he's running around all yeah. over the place. It's terrifying. <laughs> it is
0: terrifying. But that, for me, was the reason why even the, the, the image was too much for me to handle Literally um, say, man. yeah as mm-hmm. time went on i could i can watch it and i'm like you know this is this is ridiculous is, and and i'm a fan of uh the guy who plays him brad dorf brad dorf, mm-hmm. yeah who is yeah. in lord of the rings yeah. as a uh a worm Wormtail. yeah, a wormtail. yeah. <laughs> and he's a great actor I, I, <laughs>
1: I didn't know that he um killed uh, what's his face saruman saruman yeah. yeah i had when you had told me about that when I went home, I saw the clip. Oh yeah! I'm like, Why did they take this out? Like
0: <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and there's a behind the scenes of it where uh, he he's they're they're on the set and they're talking about you know the scene and you know Grima's gonna kill Saruman and uh, after one of the takes, Brad Dorff comes up to the camera, the behind the scenes camera, and he's like, "You should see me with a thirty five Magnum. I'm awesome <laughs> with it." <laughs> and then uh, it's actually really cool because. Christopher Lee, Sir Christopher Lee, the Mm -hmm. past uh, night, he fought in World War II. So he was a, a British intelligence agent, I believe. So he would go into battle and everything. He's part of the basis for James Bond, actually, because he was related to i think he was like the brother-in-law to yeah. Ar- sir arthur conan doyle the author of yeah. james bond originally um but th- they were on set for the return of the king mm-hmm. in that scene where he gets stabbed in the back mm-hmm. peter jackson says hey man when you get stabbed in the back i want you to yell like oh i'm getting stabbed in the back and then Christopher really Lee's like now you see that's not the yeah, sound someone makes mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're stabbed in the back It's more of a gasp. Yeah. You know? So you get the air just taken out of you when you're stabbed in the back. And then Jackson's just like How do you How do you know that? you know what I'll just take your word for it yeah. you do it the way you want yeah, to do I, it I
1: saw that gasp in that little you know clip that they did yeah, he like, oh.
0: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and it's like hey <laughs> it's behind the scenes to the film you
1: know I was wondering because like with that film I expected it to be more dramatic right yeah like I did expect Peter Jackson to kind of have that direction with it but when he did that gasp it did st- stand out to me I'm glad to know it was because it was a more realistic interpretation yeah like, and he uh, would know yeah. so
0: Christopher Lee is just like dude I will kill you, <laughs> Peter Jackson. You will not exist after this film if you don't let me for what he gasp.
1: To, no, wait, was it? No, I don't think it was. What? For Percy Jackson? No, no, it no, 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 it. no, no. Who no, directed no. Percy I don't know. Because no, <laughs> I know somebody did, and they did a terrible damn job of No, God. man.
0: It was. Man, that would be so disappointing if Peter he Jackson went to, from Lord of the Rings <laughs> <laughs> to Peter, Percy Jackson. <laughs> Peter Jackson directs percy jackson yeah. the, Jacksons the jackson starring michael jackson <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <You> cgi render <laughs> you know it's funny you mentioned that because i remember we go to the barcade mm-hmm. and they have the moonwalker game
1: oh you know i didn't play it but when i took my cousin there because <laughs> i'm like hey there's this is cool little barcade place he saw that and he like he went crazy about it <laughs> he just started playing that thing for the last for the next hour
0: well, it was great. Here, let me play. Did you play it? You played the
1: Michael Jackson. Yeah, thing?
0: yeah, I played it. And I was doing Michael's voice while playing it. It was great, you know, like because it's like one of the, it's like the uh, X Men arcade game, um. the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game, where it's, uh, you know, it's it's not a platformer, but it's. Um, where you, you you know it's two-dimensional you're yeah, walking across the screen no. through the uh, cities uh, and right? side scrolling that's what that's the yeah. term and you're michael jackson fighting <laughs> all these people from the movie moonwalker mm-hmm. like these trash cans your kill killer trash cans businessmen mm-hmm. and your fighting moves are dance moves so you know you do the the the, the tip that he does, you know, a little tip, yeah. tipsy, and uh, and smooth criminal, and then you do the little kick joint and everything. The scream as a power up, and yeah, I'm I'm going around doing the Michael Jackson voice, like I'm walking around like, look at the little trash can. Oh my god, <laughs>
1: yeah. I gotta try that, game, dude.
0: <laughs> you gotta do, it, you gotta do it with the Michael Jackson voice add-on pack, you know. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I mean,
1: you're soft in it, huh? <laughs>
0: exactly, <laughs> and and the sad thing is. Mm. We all have our opinions on Michael Jackson, especially, you know, with with the controversies regarding his life. People believe it. People don't believe it. But... Where do you stand on the Michael Jackson? Well, here's the thing about this game. It it didn't age well because part of what you locate in the game and collect are children. (laughs) (laughs) You collect children as Michael Jackson on this side-scrolling game. So I have no choice but, while doing the voice of Michael, to say... Come here, little boy. I, I saved you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the kids just disappear. He like opens his jacket and they just disappear. It's oh like I got a little spot for you right here <laughs> under my watches. <laughs> <laughs> next to my giving tree. <laughs> or whatever it was from South Park. Yeah. The, the, is the, that what, make-believe thing that they had? They had like an imagination <laughs> land. Yeah, he had never landed. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> he had never landed in his backyard. He's like, no, my name's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> You're ignorant, stop being ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorant. You're ignorant. You're ignorant. Oh, next funny. time I go to Parkade, which I think might be on um Sunday, oh, cool. with Jacob, yeah, I'll yeah. be playing that game. Oh, god! And doing uh. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson voice, but I'm going <laughs> to include every time an enemy comes in, I'm going to pretend it's uh, CPA, child protective or CPS, child protective services. Mm-hmm. And every time the villain comes up, I'm going to be like, stop being ignorant. <laughs> stop ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's going to be great. Do you think that's the
1: only Michael Jackson game out there? Official, officially licensed Michael Jackson game out there? That's a
0: good question. There must have been, like, a lot. You oh. know, he wanted to do um, more films in his early days. He wanted to play Spider-Man.
1: I heard about that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder Can what imagine, that would have been uh, like. Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man <laughs> Noir? Uh,
0: well, I mean, he, he would have... I mean, if he was Spider-Man Noir... He would have gotten to the point of just being white Spider-Man, you know, like he did that transformation himself. <laughs> and yeah, I really wonder what that would have been like—Michael Jackson with Spider-Man. Some
1: of these actors and the uh, roles that they, I guess, wanted is—they're—they're they're really like out of left field, honestly. Yeah. It's—it's it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not yeah. That they're reaching like, <laughs> like one that always like kind of like wasn't not an—I don't want to say an odd choice, but. Um, just another choice that I hadn't think about was the whole Loki and Thor thing. Like oh, when yeah. audition for Thor, I was like, it's not that it's a bad choice. I just really didn't see him you know, playing it. But I've seen the audition tapes and I'm like, well, he could if he really wanted to. You know? Yeah. But just, he, some he, of these things are just crazy.
0: He had a really good build, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hiddleston, when he auditioned for play the role, Thor. Right? Yeah, 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 he like yeah. bulked up and everything. It's just something about his face you know his face didn't didn't work for that well i think it's cuz he's kind of got the narrow
1: slim yeah. lean figure you yeah. know and when you think of chris i mean not chris uh, thor you know i think bulk bulky thor, yeah. yeah you want everything defined and stuff so
0: and uh, hemsworth looks like a lion almost mm. you know what i mean with his face he's got that kind of like those eyes those piercing the jaw, eyes the jaw yeah. i mean jesus <laughs> that jaw you can cut bread with and shit you know yeah. uh, and uh, i mean the that worked out for the best yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. but sometimes where there's castings oh. and they're really good like it takes me out of the movie for a second because it's so good um a good example is in the tim burton film mm-hmm. ed wood have you ever seen that ed wood not okay on my, it's on my list ed, it's really good and it's about the filmmaker ed wood and mm-hmm. there's a scene it stars johnny depp as ed right. wood of and <laughs> there's a um there's a scene where he's down on his luck because he's a really bad director of uh-huh. <laughs> film you know uh-huh. and he's he's having troubles with the studio that he's working with uh-huh. for plan nine on outer space in mm-hmm. outer space and he goes to this bar in the studio a lot and he meets with um shit what the hell is the director's name it's i feel like such a, oh my god I, I should know this he directed citizen kane um you know what
1: Feel free. I'm looking it up. Actually, could I get some water? Yeah, yeah.
0: Here, let me pause it. While I look this up and Andrew gets his water. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take some. Thank you. Um, He is going to get us some refreshments. I'm going to look up the information and we'll be right back with more information regarding Ed Wood.
1: Yeah, I mean, some
0: people literally trained for this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. God, how do I forget Orson Welles? But, um... Ed Orson Welles has, makes an appearance in the film, not the actual Orson right. Welles, played by uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, oh, from okay. Daredevil, Fame, yeah. Law and Order, uh, Full Metal Jacket, and it was just—it was so perfect. You know that casting is so perfect. So well, yeah, he looks just like him, and ma- the voice was just like him, and everything, mm-hmm. and it took me out of. I, I was like, is that? Is that Orson Welles? Like, yeah, I love when that happens in films and yeah. shows and whatever. But nowadays, it's it, they don't really do that as much as they do the um, shows that they can, can afford doing mm-hmm. the de aging in yeah, a, yeah. in an actor. You know what I mean?
1: Like, you're saying they don't do that or they do that?
0: They they do that more than just getting a younger guy. Yeah, you know, sure. like uh, even Cobra Kai did it with a, for a quick second with a Johnny Lawrence. Oh, dude, when I saw that scene, was like, oh. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. I mean, the infamous. Or I guess famous now, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker mm. in uh, *Mandalorian* and Boba Fett, which mm. they fixed. It, it's crazy. Like, I. What do you think about that? Is there like de aging in film? Yeah, like especially when it comes to people who are who are dead or on their way out and everything. And uh, you know, where's the well, ethical standing? I
1: think that would be another case in of itself because de aging. I think that that wouldn't be bringing somebody back because that's that's just CGI. Yeah. De-aging, what I have in mind is, you know, I'm just getting rid of some wrinkles, making things more clear, or just, you know, really making them look younger. Yeah. That, if it's the actor playing himself, and if it's not too, like, obvious that they're being de- like, it looks like plastic surgery, you know? At that point, it just looks disrespectful to the person, you know, like, de-age them with class. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my opinion with that. I don't really have a problem with de-aging if the actor's actually there. But if an actor has passed... It would, uh, I don't know. I could see why it could be problematic. I would just say it depends on how it's done. I mean, look what they did with Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi. They didn't bring him back. They used his old clips. Yeah. Even when they showed us like, or when they, um, with an example with his wife, right? The wife never talked to him. But she, I, I thought that was really cool that the writer still kind of wrote something that felt like it was from him. Yeah. Without having to include him. It mm-hmm. just felt like it was from him. I'm like, that's a good way of putting that. You don't have to bring him in there. You can just you know write it, write it the same way. Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you ever see the last Ghostbusters film? Uh, it's called Afterlife with, with Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? No, yeah, I, I want
1: wanted to though. Okay. All
0: right. Well, then I won't spoil anything. But they do do something similar to this, where they bring someone back and see in CG form. And it looked pretty good, you see, but the person is is dead mm-hmm. now, you know?
1: Wait, was it, like, actually the person, though? Or was it, because, you know, Ghostbusters, was it a ghost? It was a ghost. Okay. Well, you yeah. see, in that case, that's different, <laughs> you know? Because a ghost. that's why I say it depends on yeah. case-by-case basis, you know? <laughs> yeah. If it's a ghost, it literally goes with the, you know, the, the theme. Yeah. Know? But if it's a fucking just random movie and the character passed and you want to bring him back, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it's crazy. How about you? How
1: do, how do you feel about it?
0: I feel... I don't know. I mean, I, I I agree with you in the how it's done versus uh, how and why it's done, yeah, you know, true, true. Um, in terms of the film's context. Because I thought in Ghostbusters, this last one, I thought the reasoning behind it was more pure than cynical, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciated it, actually, mm-hmm. them doing what they did. I was worried about them bringing back this specific character mm-hmm. because the actor is dead. And that actor was a very big part of Ghostbusters inherently, so uh, it was cool, and it was actually fulfilling. A lot of people who saw that film really loved that part because it it was emotional. It was it, it was pure, you know, right. as opposed to what it could have been. Right? For me, the biggest example of where it didn't work was probably Rogue One.
1: Rogue. I was about to <laughs> say, yeah, that's you know? everybody's. Color. Yeah. Wow. Why did you have to? You know. Yeah,
0: I don't think they did have to. I think they just wanted to show off the technology. They did, but obviously. the technology wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's there with the Mandalorian with mm-hmm. Luke. You know, yeah. And that's probably because Mark Hamill is actually alive, and you they see, can use him as reference actor. That, exactly. to yeah.
1: Help, right? That's why I would say it's a different thing when somebody's already passed. You know. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say something. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Uh, well, I heard,
0: I heard a rumor uh-huh. that in the Flash film coming up, if it ever comes out, <laughs> they would bring in a CGI Christopher Reeve oh, Superman. They to
1: say Ezra Miller because they couldn't fucking find his ass <laughs> or something. Yeah. CGI Ezra they Miller. should. <laughs> they should
0: do that. <laughs> CGM dying. And then, and then that solves, you know, oh, well, okay, now we just get another Flash. <laughs>
1: Um, Is there going to CGI Christopher
0: Reeve? uh, That's a rumor I've heard, that a CGI Christopher Reeve of Superman will show up. Well, I mean,
1: context aside, what would you prefer? CGI, completely fabricated, or an actor that closely resembles that person?
0: So like a Brandon Routh situation? Because I think that was the idea of Superman Returns, is that it is that version. Of Superman, right?
1: I mean, I, I think there is still some differences, though. Oh, th- th- there I mean, like, are. There are. I mean, like, evidently clear that you looked for a double. You know, like this person. Oh, who someone who just looks just, just like yeah, yeah, Christopher Reeve. I mean.
0: Would you prefer um, that
1: over CGI? Probably.
0: Um, it I'm. It depends. It depends. About a
1: movie that they kind of did something like that, and it threw me for a loop. But I, I, you know, I'm honestly to this day, I'm still not sure how I feel about
0: it. <laughs> you know. You know. There's um. There's a great example of what you're talking about Uh in Doctor Who, because in Doctor Who they've started back in the '60s doing that show, right? And so many doctors. Oh my God, so many, and uh, so many that have passed at this point. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to bring those versions of the character back, so they would recast. You know, they would recast the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, the first Doctor, William Hurt, who passed away... In a really sad way, actually. They, they've recasted him numerous times through the decades. Yeah. Because they want to involve that actor in the show. In the mm-hmm. stories. And I feel like in those cases, you have to... If it is pertinent to bring in that character, it's probably better to recast. You know, it takes me out for a quick second. Yeah. But Doctor Who, at least... Does a good job of paying serious respect and homage to w- William Hurt, at least you know the original actor to have played the it's first not Doctor. Right? It's, it's no, respectful, no, right? they, they, especially the last time right. they used the fir- his version of the Doctor, uh-huh. they made a point to show that transition of from William Hurt. And then they recreate the foot. They reshot the footage of a certain episode from back in the 60s and they melded it like it started with William Hurt and then it went to uh, I think his name is William Bradley, the actor who played um, Filch in Harry Potter. The Ah, caretaker is that actor. David Bradley. David Bradley's the name. And he played the first doctor in a recent uh, episode. Like a couple of years ago, and they uh-huh. recreated the shots, like the original shots of everything, and had him in costume and had him speaking the same lines, and they morphed William Hurt into David Bradley. Okay, and they—that was their way of kind of like, see, you know what I mean? I like, yeah, that
1: I don't mind at all. See, what I had in mind was, um, did you ever see the film yesterday?
0: Yesterday, yeah, with the, the Beatles film, right? When yeah. they brought
1: back um, John.
0: You know, that was yeah. something that
1: complete they could have gone yeah. with Paul, they could have gone with somebody that was alive, but they chose somebody that had passed, but obviously it wasn't CGI either. It was a different It actor. was different, it was an actor, but, yeah. You know, somebody that really closely resembled to him, yeah, Myself looked, and the yeah. people, you know, older people that were there watching the film, I couldn't help but think like some of these people are like is that is that him because it looked, <laughs> it looked like it, it was surreal because we all knew he he had passed, but
0: just it seeing looked him, yeah, it looked like, just this like is him. him. Yeah,
1: like so like that that's the case where you know they casted somebody right but they did it for for a different reason like it wasn't just like oh let's get somebody nobody would expect they did it for a reason in that movie you know um, yeah to, to kind of get over that issue that the character was having i haven't seen that movie in a while yeah me neither i thought that that scene particularly was done really well that the, that uh,
0: was a really good scene and y- y- that is an instance that i think there w- there was a lot of courage in Approaching that there was a lot concept, of criticism, right? Yeah, and, and it, it
1: did come from a lot of fans. Why? Why would you bring him back? You know? Yeah. But, but it. But it, I it, does it was take sweet. Calls. It does take courage. Yeah, and they didn't do it just to make money. Like, yeah, oh, you don't know who's going to be in this. They didn't mention it at all. No, like, nobody yeah. knew about it. And it was because it wasn't just for, like, a cash grab. It was no, for yeah. that moment, you know? <laughs> In my screening, there was barely anyone there, so... <laughs> really? Yeah. I, was, I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, man, it, I, I really dug that scene, and I think that's a good example of, of them kind of paying that kind of homage. Um, wh- if they bring back Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. as Superman, mm-hmm. if they CG a, have a CG Christopher Reeve, I think the only way, in the flash, mm-hmm. if I think the only way it would work is if it, A, looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it can't look like, you know, um, how Luke looked when he showed up in Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. has to look how he looked, how Luke looked in yeah. Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. It has to look like that, you know, whether that be deepfake technology <laughs> or, or whatever. If they're bringing him back, especially with the, the death and just the tragedy of Christopher Reeve later in his life. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to look really good and pristine. Yeah. You know, it can't be just for bullshit reasons. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah i th- That's a and B it has to be, it has to be for purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be, like, I think that John Lennon scene is actually a really great example of right. them using it for that character's journey, the main mm-hmm. character's journey, and having a good lesson in there, you know? And, That's
1: exactly why I was thinking about that scene. Yeah. I haven't thought of that movie in years, <laughs> yeah. by the way. But the way that you were talking about, you know, bringing the different actors and stuff, mm-hmm. on, that was one of the first things that come to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and I like the, I, the line he says of, like, oh, my God, you made it to this age? Because, you know, we know what happened in real life and everything, and it's tragic, and... Yeah. Man, it it's really it really is a moral quandary, you know, with Honestly bringing though, these that, people back. That
1: film itself, it kind of just like, it was fun to see some ideas that I had been dwelling on since I was a kid come to life. The idea of a band not existing, but you remembering it. I mean, who hasn't thought about? Oh that, yeah, right. You're, Especially if you grow up playing Sublime, music, you're singing some like, yep. fucking cool band, and you're like, what if they didn't exist? What if I made this? Yeah, right? and I was famous. right? Yeah. And in the movie, it happened. It was like this. From am I? From my knowledge, this is one of the only movies to do that. And yeah. I'm like, I feel like everybody has thought about that, though. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the free- first people to do it. And it's about the biggest band. yeah so like, like, ah, it was so cool.
0: Did you grow up listening to a lot of Beatles music?
1: Yeah. Mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, they were way big fans. And then in uh, middle school, funny enough, I had a teacher that would play the Beatles all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah I, this is a question I've been asked a lot, especially with my history of Beatles music and everything. Um which I've never had an answer to. You know, I've never had an answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually two questions. Okay. It's favorite song and favorite album.
1: Favorite song and favorite album. Ah. Now, are you asking me this? Yeah. You no, I'm asking, I'm asking you. Asking you not <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, as, as a casual Beatles fan, not, not a diehard, right? I mean, I've been listening since I was a kid. Uh uh-huh. I understand some of the things that, like... Uh, some of the things that they did, some things that fans don't agree with and other stuff, and the whole conspiracy theories and all oh The my Beatles God, has yeah. a story of itself. Yes. <laughs> um Favorite song would have to be uh okay, okay. Full full disclosure, it, it kind of has No, I don't think it has to do with it, but Okay, so my favorite song is "I Me Mine." Mm. I, I think it's Paul McCartney, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I think um, it is it, or is it George Harrison? No, oh, yeah, it might be George actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no,
1: I think it's George. Um, that one is my favorite though. Just like you know, the melody of it, the whole vibe of it. It's it's out of all the Beatles anthology, like that one's really my go-to, and especially the the memories that are entwined. Not to make it about an ex, because it was happening yeah. during the time that I was with my ex but that was just generally a good time in my life and from all the Beatles I mean since I had been listening to them younger since I was younger um this was a song that my ex had introduced me to and I was like what I've been listening to the guys forever and I've heard never heard this song and we were all having a good time with me her and some other friends and it just like it just really meant a lot to me Mm um I mean mine and then for the album oh man honestly it might sound cliche but it'd have to be abbey road mm-hmm. i think i'm thinking uh what was it the one with the apple i forgot the
0: name uh, um one with the apple
1: the, the green apple
0: The black oh yeah the yeah apple. that's a the, you mean the cd right the cd had yeah, a yeah, the yeah. apple that's uh yeah that is a abbey road yeah okay well, yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah Or that's either abbey road or the white album I, th- no. I you know what i think it might be the white album actually I, I would trust your Beatles knowledge yeah. over mine. Because <laughs> uh, I, I own the White Album. Oh, you do? On the CD. Uh, and cool. I, I believe it is Green Apple. Yeah. I believe, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it was either between them. But if they're the same thing, hey, yeah. it's all better for me. <laughs> they they um, might all have the,
0: the Apple on it. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be those two, though. I mean, a close close to the top, though, would have to be Revolution. Oh, yeah. With Revolution, like yeah. that one's just... Uh, it does something to me. You know. mm-hmm. the, the Beatles songs, yeah, they made me want to dance and have fun, but Revolution. Oof. Yeah. That was good. That was top tier for me. Do, what about you? Do,
0: oh, man. <laughs> Again. <laughs> shit. Okay. Since, since you've been
1: <laughs> having so such a hard time. It's time about, to like, cement five? it. It's top time five. to cement
0: it. We have yeah. a podcast now. It's time to make this shit official. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, all I know is that with the Beatles, because there's so many genres for one band to tackle, mm-hmm. you know, and... They almost like created some genres, you know, because yeah, their music yeah. is so indistinguishable and very, like you hear it, and it's all you th- you don't think of rock, you don't think a pop or anything, country, you think Beatles. I honestly
1: think of four talented people making their own music together. Yeah, like it's never like one Beatles song is just Paul or just jo- George or yeah. just John. No, they all. They're all into it, into their instruments, into their Mm -hmm. own thing, and just coming together, just make a beautiful song. Yeah.
0: One one that I love, one song that I love of theirs is uh, Here, There, and Everywhere. Mm. I love that. That song is, oh, my God, it's too much. It's beautiful. (laughs) It really is. And there are some songs that I wish were on their albums that would later become part of their albums after they split. Right. Like all things must pass George Harrison. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. pitching for that for, uh, I think, get back. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get that on, uh, on the, the let it be album. Um, Ooh, but hell. yeah, I mean, and that would have been fantastic, but that didn't make the cut, unfortunately.
1: Well, I mean, to have such an amount of songs though, just by one band is like, yeah, wow. Because I don't think I can honestly say I don't think I've listened to every single one of their songs. There are yeah. so many, yeah, it's a whole of albums that are just also just singles, right? There's just so many, and I'm like, you guys are crazy, yeah, you guys really loved what you did to make that amount of songs, you know, yeah. like
0: true, true talent, true talent. man. Do you know what chapter this is
1: of uh, the podcast,
0: yeah, nine, right? Number nine. Number, yeah. nine, number nine 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 Are you broke number Seven. nine? <laughs> <laughs> Beatles fans will get it. Ah, ah You you know what I'm talking about, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, I was like, wait <laughs> <laughs> You know, man. You're just like, Rose like look at me like what did you
1: did you ever listen to some of the beatles songs backwards like the conspiracy theories tell you to <laughs> that I, how they tell me to yeah. it's
0: funny you mentioned that because i remember talking to lynn about how her mom didn't want her to listen to a lot of that music because if you played it backwards get satanic messages and everything <laughs> i have listened to some of the music uh backwards mm-hmm. reverse tracks and there's I don't hear anything, you know?
1: Like, I hear the words that people are pointing out, but it's like, it's a
0: stretch. Like. It is a stretch, <laughs> man. Especially with, when it came to those conspiracies you brought up, like with Paul McCartney being mm-hmm. dead, <laughs> the doppelganger. <laughs> like... It, I, I don't care about any of that shit. It's like when people make videos, conspiracy videos about Howard Stern and his hair, if it's real or not. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: People are going to make videos about anything. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Like, they literally. Is Is this an an AI podcast?
0: There's literally a subculture of Howard Stern fans that call him Wiggy, you know? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just think, it's a wig, like yeah. They
0: literally—it's hair plugs and wigs and shit. It's like I don't care, dude. <laughs> what does this have to do with anything, man? Mm-hmm. Who? Ca- Why are you dedicated to this? You know, mm. are you a fan? You're a fan of Howard Stern. I used to listen to Howard Stern a lot mm-hmm. um, during high school and middle school. Um, Jacob and I would listen to him together, mm-hmm. and it was—it's ri- ridiculous, dude. Like, and I've been listening to actually some of the old stuff recently while playing, you know, video games or something like um, motivation for kingdom. Hearts. (laughs) Let me get through this shit (laughs) by listening to, you know, (laughs) prank calls with fart noises and everything. It's great. You know, Eric, the midget complaining about (laughs) his plane ticket and meal not being covered. Um, Yeah, no, I, I, I listened to, I guess I'm a fan of old Howard Stern nowadays. It's just like, I don't give a shit anymore. And I used to think, would I ever want to work at this place? At the, on the Howard Stern show? And then my answer is, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing podcasts and everything. I mean... Oh, yeah. That's the, what he does. Huh? Yeah. I mean, he does radio, but podcasts, the new radio, mm-hmm. which he'll deny. Um, and I guess there are, if I look at myself, there are some similarities in, and maybe some inspirations to mm-hmm. Stern and all that in terms of how I conduct myself on a mic. Mm-hmm. But I would never want to work on that show, dude, especially with all the bullshit and drama that comes from it. I mean... Well, I honestly don't know too much about his show. Mm-hmm. I know about the man. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I know the customers that follow him. The interviews, and you listen to some of them? I've
1: listened to some of them, not completely, not the interviews for the entirety, just some clips and stuff. It's just, there's a few clips that I had seen <laughs> where he had been interviewing some some lady, and I just really didn't appreciate what he said to her. Oh, he yeah. he was just... I can tell that that's kind of just who he is. He's a very yeah. demanded person. Sure, right? yeah. yeah. And that's his humor, his personality, right? Yeah. It's just I didn't appreciate <laughs> that conversation, so I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this guy. He kind of seems like a sleazeball. But, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much experience with them, especially past Stern. I'm sure past Stern was something else. In oh, itself. my God. It's um, insane.
0: I just listened to the fights, you know, oh. the on-air fights, which are h- hilarious and great. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, this is insane. It's chaos. It's it's fantastic. But um, it would not survive the the zeitgeist yeah. as it were today, <laughs> you know. Well,
1: does he post, like, on his own website? Cause well, I he's on serious. Oh, Serious, okay. uh, IM,
0: right? Sirius XM. Oh, XM. Okay. Yeah, I believe the radio station. Yeah. And I, I think he does have a website, and he posts some stuff on YouTube. Even though, I, I mean, yeah. though
1: some of his stuff is pretty explicit, so I don't. I was oh, yeah. i wondering, like, where does he post this? You can't post this everywhere. Well,
0: honestly, there are some because he has like anyone and everyone yeah. on his show or had, I guess, mm-hmm. especially in the earlier days, and he would legit have like porn stars on, mm-hmm. and some of those interviews and segments are like on porn sites Mm -hmm. you know because they are so in explicit explicit, you know like they have a sibian in their in their studio and everything like they go for it on the howard stern and everything and it's i mean it's great radio it's it's a show it's got
1: everybody listening
0: where 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 else are you gonna hear that type of shit you know it's i like it you know but um I can't listen to too much during a certain period because it's just very, it, it it does breed I feel mm-hmm. some toxicity, yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, there's a fine line yeah.
1: you you should walk when you watch stuff like that, you know. Like, yeah, even when it comes to like Andrew Tate or shit or oh, like, yeah. Shapiro <laughs> shit like that, brother. You know? <laughs> like brother. I always think people, you know. Well, I don't. I can't speak for people themselves, but I like. I don't like to I don't enjoy this, but the reason why I watch some of these videos is just to get perspective on mm-hmm. what the other side is, is thinking, feeling and how they see things, right yeah and but I think sometimes people get lost in that you're like oh yeah, oh, what's this idiot saying? so you're hearing him right? <laughs> but then you keep hearing him and mm-hmm. you keep listening and even though you're like kind of messing around, you're like yeah, fuck women because Andrew Tate says it, right? But you're right. saying it as a joke. But you're saying it over and over that eventually you're kind of you know you become me. <laughs> yeah, no. <just> <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, there's a fine line that you should walk because I feel like it's just with positive you know influences. The more that you're around that things, it, it does affect you. Like.
0: Yeah, man. I uh, oof, some <laughs> of the shit I see today, you know, and like like with Andrew Tate. You know, especially when they're short excerpts of what he says and I see the comments like just listening to this little piece of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And I see see the comment like the first one is my man, my bald man is spitting facts. (laughs) It's like, oh, come on, man. What is happening right now? Mm -hmm. You know, and that can be said also for Howard Stern, Mm -hmm. you know, and that whole show. Even though I find it to be entertaining, a lot of what I listen to, because mm-hmm. it is insane, I go into it knowing it's insane yeah. and really just wild. Just and out for the there. entertainment value, yeah. over the
1: informative value. Yeah, and, and also the historical yeah. value, yeah.
0: because I've been listening to a lot of the, uh, the show that they had uh, during 9 11. Mm. Their 9 11 broadcast is on YouTube, yeah. all of it. And, uh, you know, we just had that day and uh, I was listening to it. I actually bought a book recently, a uh, graphic novel about what happened that day with the four planes. And I'm fascinated by the history of that day. And you just hear in that broadcast how things turn from a regular Stern show to something completely different where it's fueled by the heartbreak and the anger, confusion of what happened. You know, and you just you get them in the rawest form. At that point, where everything, it's fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. I you mean, know, just
1: because the uh, guy itself might be a little problematic doesn't mean that the, that show doesn't have its moments. That itself mm-hmm. would have been hard to capture anywhere else. So yeah. to find it there. Yeah. That that's that's a blessing. You know, I watch that. It yeah.
0: should be. It really should be documented into an official registry, like the Library of Congress or <laughs> something. You know, I think it is that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, yeah. we have. I think we have the original Star Wars theatrical cut I- inducted in the National Library of Congress, really? Library of National Congress, or something like that. Yeah, it, it's inducted into our national history. You know that that day, nine eleven, being one of the most game changing world events of the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. This is a key, not the key no, component, actually,
1: that's pretty, but pretty uh, accurate hundred years. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, this is. This is documentation.
1: There's so many things we do now every day that we don't even realize are because of that day. Yeah, you know? yeah. The whole online privacy
0: thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. The uh, uh, privacy, travel, uh, the reason we go into wars now. I mean, got everyone uh, uh, worried and guarded regarding our government, which is yeah. fair. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I spit uh, on you. No, <laughs> you. Spit on the mic. I thing. spit on the mic. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Like for example. I was with Justin and Jacob and Lynn at Justin's home, Okay, and we were there for a dinner, and his mom called, Mm -hmm. and uh, it it was on September 11th, this past September 11th, Mm -hmm. and they pulled up Hulu, and Justin saw uh, on the front recommended page for Hulu was a documentary regarding Uh 9-11, and he's like... What the fuck is this, man? Who, who asked for this? My p- for <laughs> this is this my suggested man? And then uh, his mom called. Mm-hmm. And his mom, uh, or uh, he tells his mom, Mama, you know what just came up? A 9 11 documentary. And then his mom's like, Oh, see? what? Wait, you can watch that, but then I can tell you what really happened on that day. <laughs> it's just like, this is how it's affected us. Where we, we just don't. You know, fairly enough, don't yeah. trust anything mm. at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. trust shit.
1: No. I mean, that might just be our generation in general. I feel like everybody questions
0: everything now. Mm-hmm. Because they can, you
1: know? Everybody's got the the hardware, the knowledge. If you want to look up a video on how to look up or research anything, you can.
0: Yeah, we can. Mm. Do you think we should question every single thing? Uh, hmm. You know... From our government? (laughs) From, yeah, yeah, let's start with government. With government,
1: government. okay. Well, our government specifically, America, I've never really, Mm -hmm. in comparison to other countries around the world, there's plenty that we are doing, not wrong, but we could be doing better. Right. Right? So, um, I understand some of the reasons that we do things are for protection, right? It's to ensure peace, Mm -hmm. but with the whole Cobra Kai thing, right? When one person thinks that they're doing good, they're not really paying attention to everyone else who's seeing the bad and the good, you know? Yeah. And when people get too caught up in believing that they're doing the right thing, they're putting others down unknowingly. And I feel like our country has a long history of doing that. Whether or not they know it, because who knows to, who's to say that they do actually know what they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you should definitely not rebel against your country, right? But don't fall into a team, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know. I'm always kind of a person like just, just go based on how your experiences are. Because yeah. Because some, somebody can have a really good life here and really be grateful for everything that America offered to them. And yeah. And if that's their experience, then okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's valid. I mean, the way I look at it is uh-huh. that my world that I operate in, mm-hmm. the world of school and work and friends and family, that's huge for me, right? But mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of thing, it's so small. Mm. incredibly small so if this incredibly small thing is big to me how am i going to even comprehend the largeness of a country and how it operates you know and that's small compared to the world the world and then that's small compared to the workings (laughs) of the universe you know what i mean like and, and when you look at things that way it starts to really simplify everything why are we fighting yeah why and why are we making things so complex and complicated here you know Uh, like in in my
1: opinion i feel people get lost in the bigger picture yeah forget to see that we're all just family and friends trying to get along Mm -hmm. even the people that we call our enemies they have their own family they have their own friends
0: yep I, i was dealing with that Yesterday, actually, because I had uh, talked to an advisor at school, okay. and we were talking about classes I was taking and how many I had to take, yeah. and uh, whether the ones I was taking now were pertinent to my academic goals. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And I'm taking—I was taking this um, science class, and I didn't need—I don't need to take it. I already fulfilled that uh, science requirement. Mm-hmm at my time during during my time at my other school so I mean your time. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> my time at San Quentin <laughs> I took it there yeah. and uh you know I was kind of wasting my my time and effort with this class and it's already really complicated and I'm already having stress it's not
1: the withdrawal thing is it it is the withdrawal Mother. thing Flocker. so uh-huh. well,
0: so there's this, the stress of withdrawing mm-hmm. which at my school you have to petition to withdraw which I think is insane. Bullshit. You know, it's, it's bullshit, you <laughs> yeah, know, essentially. It's really class, the classes you're paying for. Yeah, right. I have to petition get the, the, the permission from the department chair and the professor class themselves mm-hmm. and then submit it. So there's that. But there's also the how long I'm going to be there to fulfill my requirements for my BA. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be there, it's estimated, if I go at the route that I'm going at still, probably an extra two years. Okay. And that weight, the weight of that, which is in the grand scheme of things, not much, right. felt like a lot, like a house. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's because I'm part time due to finances. Right. You know, so I can only take so many classes per semester. Yeah. And I was just kind of freaking out regarding the weight really? of this. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing to be in school right. for any amount of time. No, no. It just, someone like me gets impatient especially when it comes to projects that i'm uh, you know invested in Mm -hmm. you know and there's a whole responsibility of it all that's what i'm saying i have to try to simplify this of like each day Mm -hmm. each day is simple whereas each day is simple two years is complicated right Mm. have to try to figure that out
1: yeah i mean there's little that we can account for in such time but how long have we been friends man a while. Almost a year now. All, yeah, and it probably, feels yeah. like I've known you for like three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, time goes by really fast. That's man. true, yeah. Especially when you enjoy yourself. So all yeah. I can say is just try to enjoy yourself
0: these next Yeah, next it, It's nothing to be... It's nothing to lose too much shit over. Yeah, But it's, I, it's I, a shock, I would imagine. It is you know. a shock, you know, because I was hoping to be graduated by next year, hmm. by next spring. But okay. that's just not... It's just not happening. And... Hmm. You know,
1: well, some of us have to take the longer route to get there, but we yeah. get there, man.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, that's true. And it's about, it's a BA for something I love, film. Exactly. You know, so. so it's
1: not something that you're just going to have back up in, in yeah. your mind. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm going to finish this school just because I'm one semester away, but like, I don't even know if I'm going to use it for my career or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, at least that's something that you're passionate about, man. It's that's good. true. It's good. That's Sorry true. to hear that the wait's going to be longer than you expected, but. Yeah. yeah. for you you can make it work i
0: think it was exciting when i was younger you know Ah, you know you know that feeling of like college when you're you're in college but you're like in your early 20s and it feels like a summer camp or something you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yeah like it's school, but not really school Yeah, yeah yeah
0: like you're you're i think what it is it's that you're creeping into independence really Staying out longer than you're used to. Hmm. Buying yourself a lunch <laughs> at different <laughs> places off campus, you know? Meeting new people. Which can still happen, but I'm older than I was when I started college, you know?
1: Dude, you know how I said yesterday, uh, me and Leslie went to Cal State? Yeah. Um. When I went there and I saw the freshmen for that year, I was like, everybody here looks so small. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not old, dude. Like, what am I, mean, 24? Yeah. Like, we're not old, but just... <laughs> feel old
0: shit yeah no I, like it, I, were I, they loxa
1: no they were freshmen in mm. college like not not even freshmen too they were probably like uh sophomores but you could just tell in their face. Like, I asked Lynn. I asked my sister. Even My sister was younger than me. She was like, yeah, they look like babies. Like, yeah. like you could tell. Yeah. It's so weird. And, like, it's funny because I'm like, I'm finally coming into this generational understanding of when <laughs> an older person looks at a 30-year-old and they're like, ah, you're still young. You're just a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you say this 30, you know? <laughs> but me now and, like. A couple years ago when I was 20, I, like, I would still feel 18. But like now I feel my age. I feel 20, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. like I feel older now. Mm-hmm. But when I was 18, when I was 20, I felt like, okay, I'm an adult now. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, I get it now. What every generation sees is like, oh, those are kids.
0: Even though they're older, it's
1: mm-hmm. like, oh, they're kids. They're so young. They're so full of life.
0: <laughs> G- girls are also a part of that young feeling oh. when you start meeting women, oh, yeah. especially when they're older it's great
1: julius is there something you want? have you met an older lady julius? no uh, no not, not yet. yet not, not yet, yet. <laughs> <All right. laughs> i did that's done man that's
0: been done i actually i i i talked to those fellas mm-hmm. um sebastian and brian <laughs> ah. about the my escapades into santa clarita um so that's that's a whole journey in terms of women, there was actually a really funny moment in that, which which is ridiculous, because I open up on that podcast. I open up to like how I feel and the relationship and all that, and I yeah. start saying I have a type that I'm trying to move past and everything, I'm like saying all this re- really vulnerable stuff, and then yeah. Sebastian's just like. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 <Sebastian>. <laughs> he, he was like, <laughs> but, the, and I'm like, why are you smiling? And he's he's like, it looks like someone else is the Weezer fan. It's oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it.
1: You it was soldier yourself in front of somebody who took advantage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous, man.
1: Do you, do you think you have a type, Julius?
0: You'll have to hear chapter 10 to find out. <laughs> Uh, what that type is, you know, because it's there's, Cause, I mean, there's a type.
1: Just as, yeah, I guess that does make sense. But like, just what? knowing you uh, that you would have a type. Oh yeah. But we also just that. knowing you, like, I feel like you're very much the person to just give, not anybody, but open minded. <laughs> you know, yeah. That, uh, <laughs>
0: hey, you smelly bastard! Get over here. <laughs> you'll do. <laughs> yeah, you'll do. <laughs>
1: no, but like you know that I feel like they a woman wouldn't be confined to something for you. I feel like you could see the beauty in any woman. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I would not expect you to have a type, honestly.
0: <laughs> um, that's an
1: interesting point. I mean, that's something that I kind of tried to follow when I was younger. Just cause, types? No, no, no. Or no types. being open. Just yeah. being open, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why I was kind of always in a relationship when I was going throughout school. People thought I was just like, ah, oh, this guy's always like gr- liking girls and shit. It's like, no. If they ask me out, like, why am I going to say no? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Like, let's yeah. Get to know each other, and
0: yeah. <laughs> I I legit thought this past week that I was asked out at work.
1: Really? Why? What happened?
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was talking to this person who I'd uh-huh. met at work. This girl uh-huh. who's really you know nice and everything, but a little awkward, okay. and uh, into music. She's uh-huh. a musician actually, and um. She came in and we talked a little bit. We were talking about her interests and uh, told her about this place called Eaton Canyon. You know mm-hmm. that place? Yeah. Over in Altadena, mm-hmm. actually near the, where we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Drew her a map, the waterfall and everything. She seemed into it. Asked me what I was doing later that night. I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to be working out and then nothing. What are yeah. you doing? She tells me that she's going to a jazz club. You know, and Ooh, cool. uh, and I was like, "Oh, cool, dude! Have yeah. you heard of this one in Chinatown? It's the one we went to for Crystal's birthday." Nice. I was like, "Hey, dude, this is a really cool one." Yeah, yeah. If uh, uh, and she's like, "Oh, I couldn't really hear her because at my work, you know the the acoustics are a bit rounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? like It's hard to hear things because yeah. so, things be start talking to echo." To you, but my <laughs> <goes> this way. <laughs> yeah. You turn mono instead <laughs> of stereo. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what happens is. We're talking mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, well, if you want to go, uh, I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the problem with this is that I didn't get a clear cut understanding because A, of the acoustics and B, I was making someone's drink. Uh, so yeah. I was like trying to do the balancing act. So I did this thing where I was like here. Uh, she asks me what the name of the place is. I'm like, I don't remember. I'll check my phone right after I finish her drink. But it seemed like this girl, this musician girl was already on her way out the door and I, I messaged her the name, and I didn't hear anything back. So I was just I was just more confused than anything, you know, because yeah. we we were trying to plan when to go mm. th- this jazz thing, and she's like, okay, yeah, message me. Then nothing happened. I'm and just, man,
1: at that point, you held up your end of the bargain, <laughs> so
0: I, I could see where the
1: confusion would be. Like that's not your fault. No, like, I'm not. I'm mean? not. Yeah, I'm not
0: blaming myself. Oh, no, no, no. It, but, like, and I'm not blaming her. It's just yeah. a little confusion. Confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Hey. I mean now that now that I I blasted her on the podcast. <laughs> How do you like that man? now now you have no choice?
1: <laughs> oh man. There's this uh funny enough, there's this girl that um she she speaks differently. Um she has okay. this different way of speaking. So sometimes I'm not sure as to whether her questions are leading questions, you know? Oh, because okay. in most cases, when you hear this kind of question, it's a leading question. Um, right. But since she speaks differently, I don't know whether to think this or not. But, like, for the last few days, she keeps asking me if I have a girlfriend. And, like, in, you know, <laughs> normal, normal society, if you ask somebody that, it kind of implies that you're interested there, yeah. for a reason. To, to know, like, if, if there, there's a possibility, right? Yeah. Um, so I had told her no the first time. And she just laughed it off. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, God. I think like, she might try to ask me out or something. I do know if that's her. <laughs> Shit. Um, Shit. <laughs> the,
0: the, the zoom... That jaw <laughs> shot of them dolling in and zooming <laughs> out at the same time. <laughs> Dude,
1: no. Because, like, every time I go to work, it's... Um, she's, like, usually in the hallway where I have to go. We only have two restrooms, Right. And they're down this very long hallway. And she's usually there when I have to go to the restroom. In the hallway. Yes. And like, (laughs) it's not that I don't want to conversate with her. It's just that she always asks if I have a girlfriend. And I'm like, why do you keep asking, dude? Like, I don't want... I know... I feel like I know why. You know why, dude. But come on. Like, No.
0: Dude, I imagine this like in the Christmas story when it, it, they come across that, that older kid and his little sidekick. It's like, hey, hey, kid, come here. That's what she's like to you. Come here, Andrew, come here. Dude, you know,
1: do you know what she hit me with last time? What? Do you remember those big fools in middle school that would be like, where's my hug at? Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> we have never hugged at all. But the other day I passed
0: by her like,
1: oh, hi, hi. How are you doing? Where's my hug? Where's my like, hug? What? And I just kept
0: walking. <laughs> oh, you just kept... <laughs> dude, I'm not... You're like, oh, it's somewhere over there. Let me go find it for you. I, I literally just said, what?
1: And I just kept walking because she was laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. But <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to... <laughs> I don't know how to handle that word to. You
0: though. need some Chad advice. Uh, yeah. you stuck with Sebastian.
1: No, because then you're gonna go for it, she's alright, but I'm like, not. Nah. Oh, like Jacob? Like, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, he would definitely be like, just do it, just do it. On, but I'm on. like, nah, I don't know, she's not my type, i not into that. <laughs> well, maybe I do have a type. Yeah, there's know. the
0: type. Well, you you don't have a type now. You <laughs> I I have a type and you don't have a type.
1: You know, funny thing is I actually think I developed one. Oh, so, shit. like, you know how we, I was telling you how, like, uh, when I was younger, I was very open to that. Yeah. I think after uh, the the relationship, right? Sure. The relationship. The the one, yes. <laughs> um, after that, I did start developing the type just because it was it was nice, like that that kind of person I very much wanted to have in my life and in my future. Yeah. I felt like if any if I was going to be with anybody, this would be the influence I would want on myself, on my friends, on my family, on my kids, on everybody. Right. So I was really starting to develop uh, feelings for this particular type, um, but. Then you kind of notice the flaws that comes with types, you know. Mm -hmm. You you limit yourself to a box, or you perfect these in your mind. You perfect these people because they fit that mold. I was about to say attention to your flaws. You idealize them. Yes. Yeah. 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 And like, and the thing about that that particular type, right? Like, let's just say very compassionate. Right. Um, The thing about very compassionate people is that it's hard to tell when to take a step back for yourself. You know, when you're hanging out with somebody who's such a good person, you don't know when that is negatively affecting you. you Yeah. Like somebody could be a good person, but if you are giving them all your attention and all your time, like you're not really putting attention to yourself. And because they're not going to be the one to push you away, you know, you wouldn't know until you take that realization to yourself.
0: Yeah. So I think.
1: Yeah, I really think you should like, not have a type. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it's difficult, man. I mean, one thing I brought up with those other fellas is that a lot of the, the quote-unquote types, if that's the word we want to use. The goth, big-titty goth. <laughs>
1: that's my cousin. My cousin is what? like, no, wow, I have several cousins. <laughs> you want to rephrase that? <laughs> I have several cousins, but one of my cousins, he, he's this. he's been listening to, like, rap modern rap since he was a kid. He's been in sports and shit and he tells me he wants a big titty goth. And I'm oh like, okay, so your cousin
0: your cousin's not the big titty goth guy. No, 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 my cousin isn't meant to
1: say what? Andrew. I'm, like, I'm the only goth in this family. Like, tits or no
0: tits. <laughs> Keep <them> to yourself. <laughs> um,
1: no but like this this like this the guy has his type yeah, that's his, his type. big titty goths. But I'm like does it make any sense though like not that you can't get a girl like that but, you know, like, yeah. interests, likes, there's going to be a clash yeah. because you can't just like somebody just because they look like that. Like, yeah. it's not going to work out. Trust me. No,
0: like, no, no. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, trust me, man. <laughs> <laughs> what I was telling them was that the types uh-huh. are informed by the past, of course. And for me, at least, it, my quote unquote type mm-hmm. was a response to what was missing from oh, the past, okay. you know. And... You know, I'm not going to get too heavily into it because I get into it in the in the next <laughs> episode. But yeah. um, one thing I can say is that, that, that a lot of there's a lot of work in moving past that type because a type Absolutely. can be limiting, you know. Yeah. And you can feel tra- like I don't know if you, you you have seen these these truth or drink videos right mm-hmm. on YouTube, like you, the, few, the yeah. game where you. I read a card we were be playing that tonight oh no eight, episode 18 my All friend right. episode 18 or or no it would be 21
1: that's nice i like that
0: right one. yeah that, that makes, no 18 is cards against humanity oh jeez um, but uh, uh discretion th- there, there's a video where they play truth or drink with oh. exes or mm-hmm. it's either exes or uh people in dysfunctional relationships team. right right and there's this uh one couple that's mm-hmm. sitting there and it's like this really dysfunctional couple where they're blaming each other for thi- for cheat. It was it was people who'd been cheated on. That's what it was. Okay. And the guy who cheated on this girl is oh. saying, you're the one who made me cheat, right? You're the one. And then she's asked, the girl is asked, mm-hmm. why are you still with him? If you acknowledge him as a cheater, mm-hmm. it's clear you don't like him anymore, let alone love him.
1: Oh, So these were still couples? They weren't exes?
0: I think they were still couples. And she said that... She knew that they'd make beautiful children together, and that her life is so miserable that she deserves the guy. You know what I mean? What? So it's, it, I mean, that's part of that limitation. You know what I mean? She's limiting, her, limiting herself. And you don't even realize. And you know. she, I mean, she yeah. she's acknowledging it, but she's not I mean, taking any action upon it.
1: You can hear something, but it doesn't mean you understand it. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: insane. It's insane. When I watched that, I was just like, "What do you?" Girl, what are you doing? Like, are you hearing yourself? Are you like, hearing yeah, yourself? You're you know, not happy. This I is mean, insane. That's tough
1: to, to hear, but it's sadly in a lot of like relationships these days. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like there's no other choice, and that they just yeah you know, that, have to have to stick through it. and yeah. persevere, and you know, props to you for that. But I, in my opinion, when it comes to that, because I'm very much somebody who who wouldn't want to give up on on love, especially you know if if it's something worth fighting for, then keep fighting for it. But if it is hurting any one of you at that point it's not worth it right if you truly care for somebody wouldn't you prioritize their health over yourself yeah it's one of the hardest decisions that like anybody has to make but i think a really important decision that everyone should make at one point mm-hmm. is choosing choosing somebody else over that connection you have with that person you know yeah. Like, yeah you could love somebody but if they if loving you
0: is the problem then learn to let go Learning yeah. to let
1: go is hard. one of the hardest things anybody has to do,
0: man. Well, I mean, now, like, a big part of it is uh, in terms of people wanting to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, a big thing now, and I guess it's always been around, but now because of the t- technology, it's a bit easier to do this. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, idea of ghosting people mm-hmm. y- where you don't want to have that conversation or let them know, you know, yeah. or give your even really give yourself a choice. You just pressed shut off on the relationship. Have you
1: ever done that to somebody?
0: Um, have I? <laughs> or I mean, it at, at it's least... happened to me. It ha- happened to me with a relationship, actually, which was oh. the most... Wait, hard... it, while you were in a relationship? what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, and it was it was crazy. That's it was odd. Bullshit, man. But that relationship was already a fucking <laughs> Still, ridiculous I have the fucking thing. decency to end it. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, no, it, it was wrong. Um, have I ever done that? I don't, I think the closest that I'd ever done it mm-hmm. was to this girl who got the wrong idea from me and got with a friend of mine to make me jealous and was bragging about it. <laughs> and she, she sent me this whole fucking thing uh-huh. about like this whole message about why she did not and what <laughs> happened. And then I just never responded. I didn't block her. <laughs> okay. I just never responded.
1: But at least that's kind of warranted, though. Like, when, <laughs> when I think of ghosting, I'm thinking, like, they have no reason to. Or they're mm-hmm. just avoiding. Or they're just a done. Yeah. They, yeah, um, yeah. I guess so. But, like, because if you are, it's, in my opinion, if you're done with somebody, you can tell them straight up, like, hey, we can't be talking anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this isn't working. You know, like, that's the end. Yeah. If you're really done with that person. But if you're going to ghost somebody, then, you know, like. I feel like that comes off a little bit like uh, you're not ending it properly. And, and that's only because I've done it to one person. Like, I I, um, okay. I don't like to burn my bridges with most yeah, right, of my exes, yeah. with old friends. Like, I, I, I don't like to hold on to anything because I feel like that limits your growth, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I had a bad falling out with somebody, whatever, that was in the past. We're new people. If we're not going to be a part of each other's lives, then why would we still be a problem to each other? You know? That, yeah. So, um, I'm not one to burn bridges, but in the past, when I was in a relationship with, uh, girlfriend, I had met this friend, it was a long distance friendship, um, and we had been talking over, over a couple months, and we got pretty close, like, she was cool, because, you know, when you're in a relationship, out of respect, I didn't really befriend a lot of other women, you know? Sure, yeah. I, I, I can tell, I can see. You want to be cool. Yeah. yeah, you know? Um, but... If I ever did, you know, I laid everything out on the table so that my partner can see. I'm not trying to hide anything. If there's a- anything you ever want to know, just just ask me, dude. Like, yeah. I'm very straight up with things. Yeah. Um, but so this friend had apparently developed feelings. Like I had met this friend through another mutual friend. And that mutual friend had told me that uh, she was starting to develop feelings. But, you know, I was in a relationship at the time. So I really didn't know how to go about it. I was close to asking my partner because I'm like, you know, partners should talk about things, which I do do say, like, if you ever want to make your relationship work, always talk to your partner, you know? Uh But I still also think that there are some things that you shouldn't tell your partner. Not that you should keep them, not that you should keep it from them. You should tell them eventually, but get somebody else's perspective and then talk to about it. Because a lot of people say, like, oh, well, I could talk to my girlfriend about anything. Let me tell her about my exes. Let me tell her about everything I did, like do it smart (laughs) yeah do it in a way that's not disrespectful to her you know do it in a way that you're showing you're being vulnerable and not you're just trying to talk about these things of course so um i didn't want to talk to my girlfriend because she's very much like cut them out of your life she burns bridges i did not yeah um so i had chosen to just ghost her like i wasn't responding to her anymore and she only messaged me a few times like asking like oh hey what's up um but I'm a very empathetic person, so it only lasted about two months before I started feeling guilty, you know? Because she was a friend. I wasn't developing feelings for her, but she was still a friend. So I was like, you know what? I could have the decency to explain to her why I'm not as close to her anymore. And, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, this might be a little awkward, but how can it go wrong? Like, I'm apologizing for something that I did, right? I was owning up to something. But. I mean, a lot of people tell, what a lot of people don't tell you is that even when you own up to something, that doesn't mean that it's going to, you're going to have a good outcome. Yeah. People's reactions and emotions are still valid. So when I had told her, uh, I had texted her out of nowhere what had happened. She was one of the only people to like keep me in in check about that. She had told me what she did was kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, I was developing feelings for you, but we could have talked about that. And that was just like a, like a mind blow to me Mm because I was like, in my head, I was respecting my relationship, and I was choosing to just get rid of a problem before it became a bigger problem. And I don't regret what I did, necessarily, but I do think maybe I could have gone about it differently, because of how she reacted to this information, and how a simple ghosting turned into, like, yeah, apparently it really messed her up for the next few weeks. She kind of had a problem with abandonment, and I basically abandoned her, and yeah. even though we were just friends, it still hurts, you know, yeah. so that was, like, the one of the only times that I ever ghosted somebody, but... It was a lesson, you know. Now I'm, like, sh- straight up about everything, dude.
0: <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to impact whoever it is you're leaving behind, Whatever no matter reason. what. Because no you're matter really what. thinking
1: I had a good reason, but it yeah. doesn't matter. Despite it's the reason. Still yeah. Yeah.
0: It's still pain. Yeah. It's because you're mm-hmm. just not trying to deal with it. Mm-hmm. In turn, you're not trying to deal with the other person, mm-hmm. you know. And that does something to someone's, you know, of course, their self-esteem. Mm. And you know their worth, whether not the worth, in terms of how other people just their uh, self worth their self worth yeah, yeah exactly. It's insane. Mm. It's something that our generation specifically needs to I think grow past. You know has to, mm. have to get used to actually dealing with the problem right. rather than just just you know, swiping yeah. it. You know you know what I mean like because. Mm-hmm. That's a bit especially with uh, the culture of dating as it is now in terms of online dating, uh, you know, apps. I mean, all I can this say shit. with
1: certainty when somebody oh, most of the time when somebody ends a relationship, that's a block. That's, that's an unfriend and a block so right. that they don't see each other on social media. That's just the norm in this generation. Right. But like it should, you guys should be grown up about it. Like not only does it help foster whatever friendship you guys did have because. The way that I think about relationships is, you guys aren't two strangers getting together. There was a friendship before that. Yeah. There could very much be a friendship after that. Yeah. You know, but yeah, a lot of people just choose to cut and that's yeah
0: it. get over it. Well, I've have I done that? I mean, I've I've with this person who ended up ghosting me. Uh huh. I did actually notice some red flags ahead of time. From getting into a relationship with them, right. and I said, "Hey, you know, let's not do that. Let's actually be just friends." Uh-huh. And um, the reaction I got was just really volatile and they insulting. Did not take it well, right? They did not take it well. That was pretty much the same reaction, you I know. Had, yeah. And I was just like, "I've never done this before. This isn't fun." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I got got into a relationship with them. You know, it was it was. It was a wild time. It's a wild time, man. Was this like middle school, high school? This was no. This was during twenty nineteen. Oh, is this so this was though? fairly recent. Yeah, yeah. college still. Oh, um, yeah, jeez, yeah. It's it's weird. Relationships are weird. Weird work. Just,
1: just don't ghost people, man. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> I.
0: I, I Unless, unless
1: they're being like a genuine
0: threat, then uh, fuck them. Take them to jail, please. Goodbye. <laughs> One thing I wanted to bring up before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. because we've been going on for two hours at this point. What? It's for it reaching test. for five, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to bring up was uh, on the video discussion I did with my friend Jessica. Okay. Chapter eight. I brought. We brought up fires and climate change and everything, and fires nearby, brush fires. Mm-hmm. Apparently. The brush fires I was bringing up, uh, that were near here, mm-hmm. near where Jacob lives, on the near the one ten entrance. Yeah. Um, those are not due to climate change. Those are due to honest to god arsonist, someone what? who's been going around burning shit. One individual. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Because at my work, I met these the firefighters who came in for their drinks, and I, I yeah. said, "Hey man, um, what's going on what's with, all the, going fires? On with yeah. all the fires? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like what's happening here?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, there's a." Nut job out there, setting the place on fire. He's got a beard, so just keep an eye out. I'm like, oh, okay, (laughs) like crazy, and yeah. I asked if the cops had any leads or anything. Right. They don't. They have nothing other than the beard thing. Some homeless guy. It's just some guy setting shit on fire. It's insane. What? What is your thinking process in that now? (laughs) I don't
1: know. Oh, he's probably not thinking. No, probably (laughs)
0: not. But it's one of those moments where you just like. I mean, it's a a little relieving, honestly, because I thought it was due to climate change and uh, temperatures rising, but no, it's it's just some asshole with a fucking lighter. (laughs) I I don't know if that's any better, but it it was just like... I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about that, you know? Uh I mean, it's not good, obviously. It's (laughs) man-made, but it was weird it was almost like a, a little bit of a relief mm-hmm. because it's not climate change cause well, it's not I mean, climate change's actions it, it, the, you the know the
1: state of our world is is a slow burn that it's like it's it's it is being damaged but i mean like it's not going to be like one day the world's going to be on fire you know <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. i i can understand the concern and the relief that comes from finding out it's not that. It's just but some like guy. <laughs> some it, it, it is still like you know on yeah. no you know?
0: it's it's a it's a bad it's a bad Situation and um, yeah, I just wanted to put the the closure on that on the fucking fires <laughs> the fu- <South> on Firefly. <laughs> it's, it's actually Brendan
1: Fraser it's running around. Ar- dude, did you see the? Uh, I don't. I, I was gonna say reception. I don't know if that's the right word. The film, the whale. The, I, I've heard about it. Did you see the standing F- ovation? Yes, he was, he was he oh was up there God, standing. Dude,
0: like Brendan Fraser yeah. had a standing ovation for his uh, film, The Whale, mm-hmm. where he plays a six hundred pound man. And um, I'm curious about. I think
1: it. He's like rekindling his
0: relationship with his daughter, right? In the movie,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. I I've not seen anything about the film. Oh, we gotta watch that one. Right? Yeah, there there are, oh, are a you lot a fan of films of, uh, Fraser. Oh yeah, I I miss <laughs> Brandon Fraser. You know, like I mm. like that he got kind of a. A second like chance rich, uh, resurgence, resurgence. Yeah. I guess, yeah, exactly resurgence with uh, Doom Patrol mm-hmm. as Robot Man. He he was <laughs> well, going to be in Batgirl. Uh, I got to
1: watch the entirety of that show. Every episode clip that I've seen, it's like it's gold, man. Yeah, I, not people like that. And he's great that. in it as Robot yeah. Man. <laughs> There's
0: this great clip where they're waiting for the bus into mm-hmm. that town, that odd little town in season one. Mm-hmm. And uh, they meet this guy who's like a tourist who's going into the town with them, waiting Mm. for the bus. And they're talking about some ordinary shit. And then the bus finally comes up and Robot Man, played by Brendan Fraser, is just like, oh, thank fuck. (laughs) 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 Honestly, I love Brendan Fraser. Mm. uh, George of the Jungle my man the man dazzled for me man that guy was <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah he he was the one he was the one for sure but yeah i think that's all we got in us uh andrew it's nice. been it, you let's go for another three hours now <laughs> <laughs> I, I would but uh this 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 coffee is catching up to me i have a guitar lesson that i have to conduct mm-hmm. um in about it's three minutes better get ready yeah he's got <laughs> I, I, he's probably here already I don't know actually, but right. hey, Andrew, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. I'm thank glad you for having me. <laughs> of course, I'm glad to have you on this uh, podcast series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I can't wait to listen to this at work. I say that all the time, but I- I'm I'm. I'm legitimately excited. It's just a chill podcast today, yeah, yeah, you know, man. nothing with any sort of agenda. We're just talking. I rarely
1: hear myself backwards, so, like, yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to hearing this, too. I've been listening to your podcast since episode one, man. I appreciate I did not that. I think I was going to be on this, but <laughs> <laughs> if you
0: are listening now, he's coming for you. There's no one safe. <laughs> no one is safe. If you listen to this backwards, Andrew, <laughs> you'll hear all sorts <laughs> of messages. Do an outro that's just backwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not I'm do